a new beginning. Five will enter. One will be crowned. PWE's Wrestler of the Month. W.E. Crew, Dan O'Mac, Big Kaz, Jay Bird, Nick the Gooch, and your host, Brokowski. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, and welcome to Pro Wrestling Edge's 200th episode. I'm your host, Brokowski. As always, I'm flanked with the homies. I got Jaybird here today with me. How you doing today? Tweet, tweet. What up, boys? There you go. Boom, 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 big Kez. What's happening? And that's with two Zs. I haven't said that in a while. That's, so. what, that's why we're bringing it back. Bring and the it guy, back. you know his name's so nice, you gotta say it twice. Nick the Gooch. I said Nick, Nick the, the Gooch. God damn, that sounds so fucking nice, guys. <laughs> and as always, Dan O'Mac. What's up, my man? Not much. 200? This is fucking great. Um, we have another co-host today. An OG. Should I should I announce the other co-host? Most definitely. That's why I gave it to you last. My tag team partner, <laughs> Del Dangerous, a.k.a. B-Mac, a.k.a. B-Money, a.k.a. B-H, a.k.a. The Chosen One, Mr. AK himself, Bernard. What is up, Oos? What's up, what's up? Good to be back with the guys. Happy to be back. 200 episode. Man, I can't tell you how awesome this, this is to be back. And it's great with my tag team partners along with the rest of the tribe. So let's get into this thing. Yeah, we couldn't do a 200th episode without the guy that started this with me. So uh, It's like the tag team turned into a faction here. Yeah, we turned into a faction. The greatest faction Ever fucking alive. Oh, I'll yeah. say it in, in, in podcasting in Michigan. Hey, Amen to that. We're the best in the, mid, best in the Midwest, best baby. Best in the Midwest. Midwest. This is going to be one hell of a fun episode. We got everybody here today. We're going to be talking about memories past. We got trivia. We got uh, free giveaways. Free giveaways. As you heard that on the last episode, we are one. We are sponsoring with... Uh, we are sponsoring combat one and we are also here to give away two pairs of free tickets to you guys two pairs you need to listen in at some point jaybird at the end of the show is going to ask you guys to give a question to an answer that we have already said at some point in this podcast and you will have to be the first ones to reach out to us in our dms to let us know what the answer is you also will have to follow pro wrestling edge on facebook Follow Combat One on Facebook. Follow Combat One on Twitter. 
Instagram, and share the event page on Facebook in order to win these tickets. And who doesn't want to win free tickets? This show is going to be awesome. It's out in Waterford, October 28th. Bella time will be at 6.45. I mean, this card is absolutely stacked. So you're going to want to keep your ears open and listening because you never know when we're going to say what the answer is going to be. And at this point, I'm going to go ahead and let Dan take the bell here because he's going to go ahead and give a special thank you out in our sponsor read today. Yeah, I got some announcements, some thank yous in our sponsor reads today. First off, a couple announcements. Um, Edge of the Mind podcast is going to continue, but less frequent basis. Um, life is just busy, you know, with work and life in general, so I won't be putting out episodes every week. I have a few episodes that are already lined up, but that is not going to be weekly, so make sure you stay tuned on social media, on Edge of the Mind pod at PWE, uh, by PWE on Facebook, and that will now be also on pwepod.com where you find the Pro Wrestling Edge episodes along with the Talking Sports with PWE episodes. Second announcement, Talking Sports with PWE is on a hiatus. Um, it was fantastic. First two seasons, um, just like um, Edge of the Mind, just everyone's busy with work, everyone's busy with other obligations, so we're taking a break from that. Doesn't mean it won't be back. Don't mean we won't be back for some special episodes, but as of right now, we are on a hiatus from that. So stay tuned to PWE Pod on social media to see when there might be um, a surprise episode of that and when that will be coming back. But for right now, we are on hiatus because all six of us that are on that podcast are busy and um, just life gets into It's hard to do. You know, Brokowski and Big Kaz and myself were doing both Pro Wrestling Edge and, and Talking Sports, and it was just a lot. And me doing three podcasts, just this is our baby. This is the one that, um, you know, is is number one. So we, uh, we made the decision to back off on Edge of the Mind and put – uh, talking sports on a hiatus, but check social medias for when those things will be back as well. Um, also, Brokowski mentioned it. We talked about in the last episode. We are partnering with Combat One, so look for more announcements coming with Pro Wrestling Edge and Combat One. Um, and again, follow them on social media, uh, Combat One on Facebook, and they are at Combat One Official on Instagram and Twitter. Um, and make sure you f share that event on Facebook to be in the running to win those tickets when uh, Jaybird uh, does it later on. Ooh. Yeah. Um, going over our sponsors, and then I do have some thank yous uh, to people that uh, have been a big help to Pro Wrestling Edge. First off, our sponsors, Rue Psychedelics. You can find them on Facebook and Instagram at Rue Psychedelics. Whirlwind Productions Detroit, if you're looking for any podcast production work or voiceover work, find them at Whirlwind Productions DET on Facebook and Instagram. Brain Jerk Entertainment, they are more than a podcast. They do so much great things. They just did Ryan's 40th uh, birthday bash. They do drag queen bingo. They do eating competitions. There's going to be another women's. Small box eating competition. Big Cavs participated, got a participation trophy in the uh, in the big box challenge. 
mm-hmm. but he, he represented us in that. I think I left my participation trophy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't keep my theory. participation trophy. I didn't keep it. Right. It exited pretty quickly. Yeah. So, but they do great stuff. Find them at brainjerk.com. Brain Jerk Entertainment Company on Facebook. Brain Jerk Entertainment on all their social media. And then they're on Twitter um, or Twitch, YouTube. But if you go to brainjerk.com, that'll take you to all their content. Um, Jake was photography. Ronnie's transition from uh, professional wrestling to photography work. So if you're looking for any photography work, reach out to Ronnie at Jake was photography on Facebook and TikTok at J A Q U I S photography. Ronnie Jaquist on Instagram. Horror underscore style on Twitter. Graphics by Garrix. Tony Garrix does some amazing graphic design work. He's done some work here for this 200th episode. Um, if you're looking for quick turnaround times and affordable prices, reach out to Tony Garrix or Garrix or Graphics by Garrix on Facebook, and you can find his stuff. Another returning sponsor for this episode is Coops Downtown in Toledo. Um, I was there. We talked about him before. We had Brad, one of the owners, on the podcast. Um, if you're down by Fifth Third Field where the Mud Hens play, they're at 30 South St. Clair Street, like a half a block away from the stadium. They have the famous Netty Dogs. If you're if you're familiar with the uh, Netty Dogs, they're chili dogs. They have shakes. They have alcoholic shakes for us grown-ups. Mm. So check them out. Coops Downtown on Facebook and 30 South St. Clair Street in Toledo if you're looking to be at a um, Mud Hens game at Fifth Third Field next season. Also, a couple other sponsors for today's episode, Ruthless Pro Wrestling. We can't say enough great things about Ruthless Pro Wrestling. We've been involved with them since the very beginning. Chris and the entire crew there do amazing stuff. Uh, That is one of the fastest rising deathmatch wrestling promotions in the country. So check them out, Ruthless Pro Wrestling on Facebook. Ruthless Pro Wrestling 419 on Instagram and Twitter. Check them out. Flophouse Wrestling. Brokowski and I just came back from the two-year anniversary show with C-Rock. And check them out on Facebook at Flophouse Wrestling. Flophouse AF on Twitter and Instagram. Make sure you check out Schwartzy mm-hmm, on all social media on Brainbuster Tees and Randy West as well. Tough Broad, Randy West. She's got a Brainbuster Tee store as well. So check them out. Flophouse Wrestling has a Brainbuster Tee store as well. If you go to Flophouse Wrestling, search or Brainbuster Tees, search Flophouse Wrestling, Randy West or or Schwartz and you'll find it. So also we already mentioned it, Combat One Wrestling. Um, the entire crew there, Chris, Kyle, Nate, Larry, all of them awesome people they're gonna be putting on some awesome shows so check them out follow their social media and if you were on the fence about going you have a chance to win free tickets so i think if you go you're gonna be impressed they got the bullet clubs chris bay on this show they have rhino on this show they have so much talent from uh impact former wwe and, and ecw um they have nwa stars so check them out and then get into the thank yous. First off, we can't start out without thanking Chris Kohlenberg. Chris Kohlenberg has been an honorary member of this podcast from day one. 
Chris is doing fantastic from his recent heart attack. Thank you to everyone that reached out to him and gave him some positive words. Um, they have their store at Deathmatch Worldwide to buy merch for them. But Ruthless Pro Wrestling, you can find him on IWTV. But Chris is so passionate about wrestling and so so passionate about people. And he was on Edge of the Mind podcast and he opened up about his mental health issues. So Chris is a fantastic guy. I think all of us in this room can say that we consider him a brother. Oh, wholeheartedly. Yeah, Chris is, Chris is awesome. And it wasn't for Chris, our first partner, when um, we started this all, then, you know, we, we have so much to thank Chris for. Schwartz and Randy, um, what great, more great things can we say other than family? When it comes to Schwartzy and Randy, we we have grown from being fans to friends to family with them. Uh, the things that they're doing at Flop House is amazing. Randy is one of the best deathmatch wrestlers on the scene, and she's the longest reigning Rust Belt champion at RPW. And I can't wait for her to take that ICW title off of Casey. So... Thank you, Schwartzy and Randy, for everything that you've done for us. Then there's some talent that have been huge supporters of our podcast that I'd like to thank. First off, TJ Meyer. TJ Meyer is one of our biggest supporters. He's done so much for us. He's done so much for our brand by by promoting it. Thank you, TJ. Chuck Stein. Chuck Stein has been part of our extended family for a long time. Chuck Stein has done nothing but great things in this business. He's one of the most underrated deathmatch wrestlers out there, so thank you, Chuck. The Dread King Logan, um, I don't think we can say anything better about that man, whether it's in the ring or outside, uh, outside of the ring. He's just an amazing human being. So thank you, Dread King Logan, for everything that you've done. Zach Thomas. Zach Thomas has become not only Dread King's little brother, but family to us. Um, Brick Trees. Zach is a man. Mm. Brick Trees. Sean and Lisa Stockmeyer at Face Kicked Apparel. They were huge early on with us when we had our first merch. Um, I can't say greater things about the human beings that they are. And Ace is one of the most underrated wrestlers in Michigan. Um, so thanks to those guys. Kyle Barrett, AVZ, and Jamal. Um, the other three members of Talking Sports. You guys are part of PWE. You'll always be part of PWE, whether we're running that show regularly or not. Kyle's like a brother to us, AVZ. And then Jamal. Jamal, um, Brandon brought Jamal on to us. And uh, I love Jamal. Thank you guys for everything you've done. Nerdy Design, uh, John Drake. Oxy Zero Designs, Adam Ball. Truth Martini at House of Truth. Mike Blackwell at BCWA early on was very um, helpful to us. So thank everyone for their involvement in the last 200 episodes. Go ahead. Without a doubt. I'm glad you wrote all of them down. I did. Now I I feel like I'm not going to miss anybody. Yeah, I You know, continue on to what Dan said at the beginning. So I wouldn't remember. There's a lot. There's definitely a lot. We couldn't have made it happen without all them people. So thank you so much. And let's take a stroll down memory lane. I mean, this is first off. I want the listeners know this is we are actually all six, six of us. Thanks, 
<laughs> All six of us in the same room at the same time recording this episode. This is the first time since pre-pandemic that this has happened that's not been an actual at an event while we recorded. So, I mean, this is, this is pretty cool. This is pretty cool. I think there was, like, one us. time we did, like, a close yeah. for a flop house. But all tired of shit, we all went to Dan's house and did, like, a 20-minute close. But even like, when oh, we've yeah. done live, have we all been together live at a show? No. I don't think so. Uh, no, I think RPW, maybe RPW. Maybe an RPW show would be. I don't know if me. Jordan was with us then. I think he might. No, have Jordan. Jordan wasn't there for the first the first RPW. Say, show when we, when we first started going live, was at that first undisclosed RPW show, and I think it was me, the, Big yeah. Kaz, Dan O'Mac, and uh, Brokowski. It was the four of us. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Right there at the barn show. That was awesome. Yeah, remember, you know, Uncle Chase and Percy Drew's match? That was that, that fucking Japanese door that wouldn't break? It was right, a death match, right. correct? Like, yeah. if I'm not, like, it, yeah. hardcore? Death hardcore, match. more or less. Level, yeah. you know? They had, I had the, uh, the baseball bat with all the beer cans cut up and glued to it. The can hammer, people were calling it. That was pretty cool. I didn't make one of those again. That was a lot of fun. That's yeah. I still feel so bad for Percy taking the, what was it, two or three shots before that door finally fucking broke. And that was just full fucking weight from Chase right he onto bounced, him, bro. He bounced off that door out of the ring. Yeah. yeah I got that video. at uh, It's on my laptop. I do got that recorded when Percy came off the top or Chase came over and just bounced right off of him like it was a skipping stone. Well, I think you have something else from that show, too. Uh, Dan's parents' chair that wasn't supposed to be oh, used. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I still got the chair. I you still, still have it? Yeah, yeah. yeah you had it yeah. signed, right? Yeah, Drive King uh, signed right. it. TJ signed it. Jay Maynard signed it. Cartier signed it. Because it was yeah, Cartier, was and, it was Cartier, Maynard, Cartier and, and, Maynard. and Maynard the first match, but then it was destroyed in the... Neil Diamond cut. I mean, it was it was fucked after Cartier and Maynard yeah. got a hold of it because Cartier they bent my slammed it. They bent my the plate, belt. The plate yeah. on uh, yeah. side plate belt. on your belt. Yeah, the face plate on yeah. it. That big thick Damn. motherfucker. Yeah. Dude, yeah, that was. That you was just fun. gotten it too. Yeah. Not too long beforehand, and I started bringing it to the show so I can get autographs. And I'm not mad about it, dude. I wanted it to get used, and fuck, I just, it got used, it man. Got I just used. remember like leading up to the show. You know, in the group chat, Dan's like, hey, guys, I, got, I, I took my parents' chairs. They don't even know. Right. They can't use these. They can't He's like, use they cannot it. use these chairs. First thing that fucking happens. And I just looked at Dan, and he was just like, <laughs> it's all going to go well. He's like, I, I just won't tell him. <laughs> I don't know what happened to that chair. Go to Walmart. They're only $10. The other one's in my shed. He locked my shed. I never get back to him. <laughs> so I still have it. I mean, let's bounce back a little bit, though. Like, the first time I actually met Bernard was at the benefit show for Holly. Right. You know, so, you guys you guys did stuff before we even came along. You set up at, you know, at that one. And where else did you guys do that at? So the very first thing we did live, we were, what, two months in? Two months in. And Blackwell. Yeah, Blackwell was... reached out and was like, hey... We're doing a press conference. We haven't done one in like two years, three years. We want to do a press conference. We want you guys to be part of media. What do you guys think? I was like, yeah, let's do it. We had no way to do any type of recording or audio or anything on site anywhere. 
I had the whole studio set up. So what we're using right now, that was a thousand dollar investment on a whim when I had no money. So we could go set up at the press conference and uh and still to this day it's still going. Um during that press conference it was a little funny because we were all quiet, so it was us and uh, Knockouts and Three Counts, and it was somebody else. Three Wise Men Media and Wrestling Rage. So we're all there, and uh, Mike Blackwell stands up, and he says, so who's going to start this off? So Dan and I were so nervous, and we're like, okay, well, this is our first time doing this. So I'm like, okay, I think uh, Three Counts win, and then after that. I give it to Bernard, because I manage the recorder I vid- I videoed it Bernard did all the questions he did all the talking I did none of that it was all Bernard and somebody who has never done anything like I had podcast for over a year before I even started Pro Wrestling Edge so I was horrible at it but I did it for a year but I didn't speak at that press conference during it Bernard asked all the questions and I was told Bernard had some great questions so I was like, Bernard, it's all you. And he's like, I have nothing prepared. So it was seat of his pants. I think it helped that there was some people up there that he was familiar with. Frogon, Justin Maine, uh, Dread King was up there, um, Truth Martini. So it was guys that we've, we've been familiar with. But um, yeah, that was an amazing experience. Blackwell was so, it was such hosp- hospitality by him. There was a, a award ceremony and they provided us dinner and everything it was fantastic and let's take you a little bit before that so being a 200 episode when dan and i first started this it was dan told me about the idea we went out to dinner he said well this is what i want to do so we sat there we thought about it we came up with names and he said okay so let's pro wrestling edge it was between two different names but the Actually, edge stuck out. It was between this is wrestling and pro wrestling edge. We couldn't make a decision between this is wrestling and pro wrestling edge. Came back the next day because we worked together, so we saw each other already at work. And I said, "Well, this is what my vision is for." He said, "This is wrestling's not going to work." Pro wrestling edge was born. I agree with Bernard on that one. This is wrestling. Sorry, Dan, but that sounds terrible. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, this is wrestling. Hey, I'm Big Cass from This is Wrestling. I mean, no, I, I hear it. Like, For it does. Like, podcast, but, but what my vision was. No. It's definitely wouldn't have worked. It's, it's, it's all right. It's good. Pro Wrestling Edge is definitely way, yeah. way, way, better. way better. Way better. So, even before that, so like, and here's something that you guys will find interesting. We're recording this October 3rd. We released our teaser that the podcast was coming out October 3rd, three years ago today. Whoa! Absolutely. It was was the worst promo in the history of promos. Go back and hear it. I might just go back and play it on right now. It was Bernard and I, and it was horrible. We sucked when we first started doing this. Like It was bad. The promo was Pro Wrestling Edge. The edge you've been looking for. 
It was bad. But you guys were alternating. Who said well, one yeah. would say one, yeah. and the other would say the other, and then it back was, and forth. It and was you guys, there were like three, there were like four episodes that were only like ninety seconds long of that. But, <laughs> so going back into that, before we even recorded the promo, we started at Clash passing out cards. We reached out to Matthew Priest, and I said, I knew him, and I said, hey. I'm wanting to start a podcast. This is what I want to do. I was like, do you mind if I bring cards to Clash and pass out? Now, mind you, this was in the works for like three months. I was unhappy with the direction the previous two podcasts I was a part of was going. And I had made the decision to bet on myself and start something. So, I think it was July. It was actually the week of my birthday because I was on vacation. And I said, Bernard, let's go out to dinner. I brought him the idea. We spent, we researched equipment. We researched, we knew nothing. Like, all I did on the two podcasts I was a part of was talk. I didn't do any of the podcast production. I didn't do editing. I didn't do anything. So when I decided to do this, and we got together and he agreed to be my co-host, we knew nothing about podcasting. We researched equipment. We researched podcast platforms. We researched how to edit. We researched... We knew nothing about this except... I have a big mouth and I don't shut up, so I... So <laughs> we all know that. We all yeah, know that. Everybody I like knows he was that looking one. at me in the eyes, so I wasn't if he was reading my mind just that, now. That's all I knew how to do. So, like, we spent three months figuring out what was the best equipment to use? What was the best podcast platform to use? What editing software to use and everything. So this wasn't just, let's start a podcast tomorrow. Three months in the making, we had our logo and everything. John Drake at Nerdy Designs did a fantastic job. Quick turnaround time. We gave him an idea and he, we were both fans of Mr. Anderson. The microphone that comes down from the ceiling. But we didn't want to steal the microphone coming down from the ceiling, but we liked the old school microphone. That's why the original logo had the old school microphone, was Mr. Anderson. I loved it. That was one of the things with wrestling that we were both like, let's incorporate that somehow. So he posted, Here's a here's work I just did for an upcoming podcast, and I'm like, shit. We wanted to do something big to announce it. We did our shitty ass promo. That we, <laughs> we recorded that like two weeks before we put it out, oh, yeah. and we wanted to like we thought, and then we did the whole like let's do a three part first episode where we talked about each other and, and introduced ourselves. And the second episode we talked about wrestling, and then Priest came. As the third, because when I reached out to him, we passed out cards. He was like, well, I'll come on your podcast. Very first guest. Should have thanked him, too. Never had, wasn't even, it was just a thought. And he's like, I'll come on your podcast. He came on and he's like, well, I'll get you Randy. I'll get you Joe. And he starts getting us all these people that work with Clash. So definitely big shout out to yeah, Chris, because he kind of opened the door for a lot of people to come in. And that was pretty awesome. And Priest has his podcast now, and, and he said it when he was on The 100. He came to me when he wanted to start and was like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. 
So everything that we learned and we researched, I passed on to priests because that was my thank you of giving us the opportunity to pass out cards. All he said was, don't do it during the show. Mm-hmm. You can do it before the show, intermission, or after. We brought a thousand business cards. We shoved them in people's faces. We passed them out. Bernard is kind of smooth talking. He could sell fucking ice cubes to an Eskimo over here. And he, he passed out like three times as many as me. And Priest was like, oh, come on. And then it was like, Wrecking Ball was like, why am I not on there? Then we had Wrecking Ball. Yeah. So it just went from there, but Priest was huge on getting us our first five or six guests. Yeah, he definitely opened up uh, Pandora's box. Yeah, and then just so we did all that. We put the first little teaser out three years ago today as we record this. The ad you've been looking for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's we still have the same banner it's still on the banner which we have the new logo and everything oxy zero designs did a fantastic job adam is fucking great um but yeah we we took time before we started it and like we just went with it and like then once people's like oh you know priests and this we started getting people and we thought we were top shit like we were like we're getting all these people on where where thing is awesome and then Bernard, I think it was you that was like I always talk about Truth Martini. And he's like, Well, he's got the wrestling school because I I would tell him every day, he's got a wrestling school. We need to go out there. We need to make a you know, we, we need to network with him, we need to do all this. He's like, Well then why don't you message him? I say let's let's see if we can go to the school and, and do the podcast. Didn't do it. Didn't message him. <laughs> Didn't message him. Cold feet. Cold so, feet. So he, he was at the press conference, BCWA press conference. I am marking out, because I was a big Truth Martini fan on Ring of Honor, the Book of Truth, the whole stable he managed. I thought Truth Martini is up there with the greatest managers of all time. Like, I put this guy over to Bernard like he was the second coming of Christ. <laughs> Rightfully <laughs> so, though. I mean, he's, so he, is, like, he is recognized as one of the greatest managers so of like, all time. So we were at the press conference, and and I'm like, he's sitting behind us at the table. Like, I could turn around and, like, touch him. Like, I was that close. <laughs> so. That's so get, amazing. So we get up and we're mingling, right? And we're talking to people. You know, we're talking, introducing ourselves to talent that we don't know and all this stuff and Bernard comes up to me and goes did you talk to him go, go ahead and so I said well Dan did you talk to him he was like I don't know I said well Dan listen I'm gonna let you talk to him and I'm gonna go over here and I'm gonna talk to somebody else to see no let's tell him what you said he goes you started this shit and brought <laughs> me along so you need to go talk to him so Dan goes over Fanboys out. <laughs> He's like, okay. Dude. Loved your shit on Ring of Honor, blah, 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 all this stuff. He, 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 he gives him the whole spill. I'm basically on my knees, you know, giving him <laughs> that got got fucking 3,000. The best blowjob this so man so, so wait a minute. Dan comes back. He says, we're coming to the school. We're coming to the school. I said, hey, would love to interview you. I was like, let's set that up. He goes, why don't you guys come out to the school? I'll give you a tour of the school. You can watch class. 
and we go out there and then we interviewed him after because it was he was originally going to start city championship wrestling before the pandemic so he brought us in we interviewed him and his partner at the time that was going to be running it we had this interview and how he liked me is he's from Hamtramck. We talked a little bit about him. We talked a little bit about his partner. We asked him about Hamtramck. That was it. We were in. He said, anytime you guys want to come out to the school to watch class, anything you need from me, you let me know. How many times have I cashed that in? So many times. He's cashing in a lot. I think that's how uh, gracefully chosen. I mean... Early on, and I said to him, I said, okay, how about we do this? Your students that are getting ready to graduate, we'll bring them on the podcast. Give them what, get, get their feet wet of talking to media, doing an interview, and do all that. He's like, I love it. Would you really do that? And, and he's like, come out to the school, pass out your cards to the students. So I don't know how many trips I made out there because your schedule, you couldn't come out there with me, but I made trips out there talk he he'd give me like five minutes to talk to the class and be like hey we got a podcast and that's how we got tanner that's how we got tanner we got uh tj originally that way we got gracefully chosen who was the huge tag team at the time coming out that class was 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 it was loaded that class is like the class that was a year ago or whatever with you know, Zoe and Max and, mm-hmm. and and Brutus and all those guys. Yeah, I was about to say that, you know, like we still to this day rotate those those kids in from yeah, House of Truth. We just had Max, mm-hmm. you know. But it was like, yeah, he was he's and that's why I thanked him because he's he was another one that was so instrumental early on. And then the pandemic happened, of course, you know, they delayed city championship wrestling and everything. But like, yeah, early on truth was like yeah whatever you guys need and, and we I mean you know you're getting a message from truth martini he's wanting you to like come to his school or set up at his show and shit and it's like wow so yeah it was it was it was good stuff early on yeah. but you know, this whole was back to the holly show yeah so we go to the holly show you guys hadn't joined yet nick and uh, uh, gooch and brokowski but you guys were on we're as co-hosts. We've came in as yeah, go-hosts. Yeah, you guys came in as co-hosts. You guys didn't know that was your audition, by the way. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but that was your audition, audition time. Oh, that was a horrible audition then because I froze the fuck up, bro. I didn't say a goddamn thing. Jordan had an audition he didn't know about. He had to go to fucking Indianapolis for his audition. Yeah, I did. He man. just had to be that the fucking fun, the crony for us. But, so, we go and reached out to that show was put on by um dread king logan a7s and rough house rob reached out to him i said this is what we want to do what do you guys think and logan was like yeah let's do it him and rob came on the podcast ace obviously is in saginaw or wherever he is so he couldn't come on but like and then they were like you guys want to set up like you were at the press conference you have like equipment you want to come set up I was like, sure. And then he had us in that spot in the match where we held the door or the table for them to fight on. Well, the only problem was, I guess I'll open the fourth wall, the table was breaking when we were holding it, so they had to change the whole spot right on the fly. But, yeah, he, him and Ace included us in the match. And Oh, yeah, that was pretty cool. And also, too, we helped set up from everything from the beginning. We were there at, like, 
11 o'clock in the morning. That was our first time setting up a ring. How many rings have we set up, guys? Quite a few I at mean, this we, point. I mean, one with barbed wire. Yeah, yeah one with barbed wire, barbed wire, But, like, we've set up so many rings. It's like we've just jumped in and helped. But, like, we set up the ring. We, you know, we do all that. And we helped them set up everything. And that's where I met Giuseppe. You know, just gave him my first tattoo. and, and But it was just... We were there 14, 15 hours. We put in a wrestling day. That show was special. And that show was special. So much money was raised because, you know, they needed some funds for some medical, you know, testing and treatment for Holly. Bernard, didn't you win, like, a belt or two? He won the AEW belt. Two belts? Was it two? No, he won. He won. How many things did you win? Two. So let me tell you about that. So I'm sitting there with Dan, and we're talking, and we're uh, commentating on the matches. And so they had an intermission, and so the first raffle was like a Funko Pop, which I still have, by the way. Isn't it? Yep, it's, it's in, in there. my office. Yep. The Kurt Angle Funko Pop. Yep. And so um, the next one, I'm sitting there, I'm talking to Dan, and I said, you know, I never win these things. I bought one ticket. Just one. So I put my... 20 that I had in the bucket. I put my, <laughs> I put my donation in there. So I'm sitting there, and I'm looking at my ticket, and I look at Dan. He said, you won, didn't you? And I said, oh, yes, I did. You won the Ring of Honor tag team title. And so I'm like, wow. I said, I never win these things. And so that was pretty cool to do that. But the whole overall show, the atmosphere was great. Everybody had fun. And the cause was great. The cause was great. Amazing person. Yeah, it was definitely, um, definitely one of those special shows that I never forget in my life. Um, you know, it was just it was such a good night. I was right before COVID. I remember it being standing room only. It was, oh, yeah. yeah. They packed that Grizzlies so... F- I don't even think it was Grizzlies then. I think it was before... The I can't remember when it was yeah. But, like, it was... St- there was way too... The fire marshal would have shut that shit down. There was so many people. There were people standing <laughs> out the doorway. Like, not even inside watching the show. They were still there. That's how many people... Your girls was there. Crazy. Your girl was there, Gooch. That was a surprise in itself, too. Yeah, you brought... Oh, I did, yeah. Uh, you surprised did. me with you, my kid. You brought Gooch's I forgot girl. about that. Yeah. <laughs> Fucked me all ran, up. Ran into an old friend of the family. Right, right. Um, Bug. Rest in peace, Bug. He, he, R.I.P. His family knows Bug and the, and, and, and the Monroes. Yeah, they lived down so, the street from him for years, so... Yeah. Yeah. It was just a good night and a good experience, and I think that's going to be the theme of this night is all the experiences we had together. So, Fun so you, guys, you, you said it was the uh, the audition of Brokowski and Nick the Gooch. No, no, that Nick was the Gooch. They, uh, they, Bernard had something going on; he couldn't come on, so I had them on as guest co-host an episode before that. So that's a funny story too. So we're at. I, I think honestly, the first episode was we were just your, your guest. We were your guests. Yeah, yeah, you were guests. But what you didn't know is you guys were auditioning to be co-hosts. Yeah, yeah. So Brokowski and I went to the first IWR show. I think it was the first one. Maybe it was the no, second. It was the second one. So the, the second one, one just me and him there. Nobody else went, and we had already made the decision. To bring Gooch and Brokowski on as co-hosts. I can't keep this secret. So I said, Josh, can you... And the following night, everyone was going to be at a horse. And that was when we had the Meadowbrook reunion. Mm-hmm. From our childhood. Gosh. And everybody from Meadowbrook came. So I said, Josh, can you keep a secret from Gooch? He's like, yeah. 
I can I can keep a secret from Gooch. I won't tell Gooch. So I told him what we were gonna do, and he was like, "Fuck yeah, man!" So the whole way to the show, Brokowski's dropping these hints. Gooch. So all right, so I go to his house before the show to ride with him, and we're you know doing our thing, hanging out, smoking and whatnot. And he is dropping these subtle fucking hints. And I'm my dumbass. I'm not fucking picking up on a goddamn thing. So you, were <laughs> you know. In your defense, you were high as fuck because you were in that car accident. Yeah, I had just yeah. got out the car accident and all oh, that God. shit and all that. And then we're we're out at the VFW. You, wasn't I there? No. I been there. No, actually, I don't think this was the uh, the Meadowbrook reunion when you gave when you actually asked me and Josh because Brandon wasn't there because I, I had to message him. But we're standing outside the VFW, and Dan walks up to me with Josh, and he's like, so, Gooch, what do you think about joining the podcast? I'm like, you son of a bitch. I fucking knew it. Josh, you motherfucker. Hell yeah. I ended up giving, I ended up giving Dan a big old hug for it, but it was pretty cool. Yeah, so I had to keep that secret for like a full week inside of me without telling him, and I was just like, man... I was like, oh, let's start gauging him, you know, what would he want to do? Like, you know, if Dan, if you were to be on the podcast, what would you want to do? What what angles would you want to go with? This, that, and the other thing. And he never never thought twice about it. He was just straight up like, oh, yeah, this is this would be kind of cool to do. I would like to do that. And sure as shit, later that night, when we dropped the bomb on him, he was just like a kid in the candy store, like waking up Christmas morning with that brand new bicycle. <laughs> He was just ear to ear. That was a that was that was a fun time. I forget about stuff like that. There's been so much that's happened. I mean, the car rides. I'll never ever forget any of the car rides to Indianapolis or even to the shows in general. I mean, we would try to take one car to every show, and we'd fit six people in a in a three passenger vehicle cruising up to Horror Slam on Friday nights, and then. Saturday be at Clash or BCWA, whichever one was Russ, whichever one was on. Well, let's go to that horror slam that you know Nick the Gooch's first time back. He had his accident. Uh, you talking then, about when was, we got the table? It was the night. That was be at like three tables. It was the it was the night before you know New Year's Eve. Nick gets in an accident. You know he's out. We're all worried about him. He goes through everything and decides to come back. His first show was this Horror Slam show. I think it was in February, wasn't it? It was like their Valentine's. Uh, yeah, it was the uh, first or second week of February. And we had the big group because we had a lot of your buddies coming from work. And then we had our normal group of us going, you know, basically us here in the podcast. Jeff was with us a and, lot. And yeah, Jeff was with us. Jeff from Rue Psychedelics. Shout out Rue Psychedelics. But uh, we all, we got like three fucking tables, dude. And we sat in the back, which... Honestly, dude, one of the best fucking spots I've ever sat in that night because that was one hell of a fucking comeback show for me, dude. I mean, you went out and made signs and everything. Dude, I made Schlack signs, fucking Peter B signs. My favorite one was Old Timer, which when Greg, shout out Greg, you went out to the back of the fucking locker room and got him to come out and get a picture and sign my fucking and signed my sign for me that was the coolest fucking shit like i after the show i was literally in tears i mean my brother's fucking drunk in the bathroom stalking chuck stein to get a picture <laughs> to get him to get a picture <laughs> with me 
and then i got uh, all these other wrestlers coming out dude it was just really cool as fuck and honestly i think one of my favorite pictures because i made this really cool sign we all know i'm obsessed with jody threat i fucking love her yeah I love. oh my stuff. god she so, sat on my lap at class nick are you jealous <laughs> a little bit so i ended up making a sign looks just like a skateboard you know she rides out on the skateboard the wild child and i put her basic you know her her uh design her graphic thread on the bottom she was like that was the coolest fucking shit grabbed a picture with her you know i'm doing her little pose holding the skateboard over my shoulder so that was a that was a pretty good mark out moment for me you you had your breathing machine for your lungs to keep them from collapsing that they give you in the hospital yeah and you had your cane yeah, I was walking around with my cane. All everything that you I brought home from not the home. have been there. No, especially with all the fucking light tube dust and shit going around. I'm like in the back, even all the way in the back, just yeah, covering my face. Like, we were all the way in the back, like we're thinking we're not gonna, you know. See shit, man. Our tables even got used. In, all three of them. You know, Matt Justice and Chuck Stein versus uh, Dread King Logan and Osmodeus. I always murder his name. Osmodeus. You know, yeah, yeah. and that happened right on our table. Like, oh, who was it? Uh, Matthias grabbed uh, your buddy's beer and bashed it over Asmodeus' uh, as, as head. Justice, or, yeah, 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 Justice grabbed Or his, Matt Justice, why did I say Matthias? Grabbed his beer, fuck. took a big old swig. Fuck Matt Justice. And, don't do that, man. I like Justice. Anyways. Dan's <laughs> drunk already. No, Justice wouldn't come on the podcast. Fuck Justice. I mean, I'm, I'm leaving Trump that in. Already. I'm not editing that. Well, we could go down a list of people that didn't come on this podcast. We got a whole list. There's a list, There's a list. There's a list. There's a list. Yep. Dan's drunk already. The edge you've been waiting for. I was, I was drunk at the circuit. The edge you found. We'll tell a little. You want to talk about somebody we thought. I was drunk thought. at the circus. Yeah, yeah. That's why that episode hasn't come out. You know, we... <laughs> We've we've had quite a few people uh, kind of no show us, but like, let's talk about one instant. It was me, Josh, and Jordan. We could let this out. Top notch, Jason Hotch. Oh boy! (laughs) You know, oh my god. We'll break this. My favorite fucking. I'll I'll, I'll tell this story. We won't get any. Please, it was very funny. You know, it was. We set up this interview. You know, we've been we didn't get Hotch on, and we've been calling Hotch since that first RPW show. We've been calling him our champ. So we actually had him scheduled for an interview, me and Brokowski. Bubba at Metro was going to get me and Brokowski to set up, and then the pandemic canceled it. Hotch was coming on the podcast for a full interview before the show, and it was one of the... That first weekend, that shit hit the fan, and everything got canceled. So Mm -hmm. that fucked us with Hotch. So then we'll fast forward. It's a weed bait. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, we'll fast right. forward. You know, like I said, we we've been. I mean, we like Jason Hotch since he was Jason Page. He was pro wrestling yeah, just champ yeah, for like he years. Still is. Yeah. You know, still our fucking champ, bro. Yeah. Impact wrestling Impact superstar. Wrestling superstar. You know, exactly. and we won't even get into that. But it, he had that awesome match with Yuya on uh, <laughs> yes. before the Impact. Yeah. He's gonna be a, a certified stud. X yeah. division. He's gonna get in there. He'll be a champ someday. But we could go on about that. <laughs> right. So. I line up this interview to with Hotch. Nobody, uh, Dan couldn't make it to the show. It was supposed to be for a Metro Pro Wrestling show, yeah. and you know Josh and Jordan weren't even going to come to that show, right? And I tell him, "Hey, Hotch is going to do this interview. I'd really like you guys to come and do this with me. I don't want to fly solo on this one." <laughs> yep. They show up. We're sitting out in the parking lot, 
We had the equipment set up. We're waiting. And waiting. I, I message Hotch. And waiting. Not looking. And waiting. And waiting. And <laughs> he pulls in the parking lot. We we give each other the head nod. He goes and parks. And I'm like, okay, this is a good sign. Here we go. Here he's we here. Go. He's here at least. Okay, he goes inside the building. Okay, he's going to check in. He's going to check in. <laughs> and still nothing. Still, still waiting. And, and, and rightfully so. Like Josh and Jordan both had no plans. To even be there, I talked no, him into I think it. We were at a Comic Con earlier. That yeah, day. yeah, we left. You guys were tired. I was feeling, I felt fucking horrible. I <laughs> talked you guys into coming. I could see it in Josh's eyes that he's getting visibly upset. This is not happening. <laughs> so to, to lighten the mood, and that I'm kind of known for that in the group. Like uh, I kind of clown, and I like to try to just be goofy, and we we do some silly shit, a lot of silly shit. I conduct an interview with the invisible Jason Hotch. <laughs> we all did. That Literally. was fun. Yeah. Was all of us best. joined in. I mean, our timing was impeccable with having no guests there. Like, it was just, so, Jason, where's your train at? Dude. Oh, well, that's cool. You know, who was your first match? And then Brandon would come in. Oh, so you trained out of so-and-so. Yeah, you you must have had a, uh, uh, this person as your trainer. Hand the mic to him, and there's no way. I mean, we were it just was hilarious. so on point. It was great. Dude, that's incredible. <laughs> no, this is an incredible part. So we were like, there's like what, like this 15 minutes I'm to go. This is why I'm not needed, Bernard, on this podcast. You know you're without a guest. You know you're a great yeah. podcast when you can do a ghost podcast Dude, interview, wish, man. I swear, yeah. I swear, yeah. I swear we record. should record it. Yeah, we didn't but, record it. I'm, I'm no. upset about it, but I was like, I gotta cheer the boys up. You know, like I felt so responsible for this. We do this whole thing. We shut it down. It's getting, you know, literally pack everything back up, put it all back in the car. And here comes Hotch rolling out. And boy, did we have, you know, like foot in the mouth. (laughs) Hotch, I know you never knew this. We never told you. Yeah, we never (laughs) told him. Nobody knew this story outside of the podcast. Hey. Hotch's impact wrestling. He didn't listen to this shit. (laughs) He's no he's no longer listening to us. Dude, and then yeah, he came out. We did a yeah. great fifteen-minute interview. Did an awesome we interview. Ended up putting out later in the sh- uh, later that month. Real Bro, cool. how good was that episode? It though? was amazing. like that it was interview. Awesome. Like, it was awesome. It was we. It totally changed these guys' attitudes. Like it, I uh, it, surprised. It boosted like, us. It boosted it. us right we up. We only had fifteen minutes. It was literally like coming down to showtime. Yeah. And the show turned out to be really good too. Yeah, it was a cool. Show it was good. Because I was back when he he was just the Heritage Champion, and I think that night he won back and became the double champion and won. Well, no, he fought uh, that night. It was uh, Forever Young he wrestled that night. Oh, yeah, it was Forever Young. Yeah, That was was a banger. That was a banger. That was really sweet. They put on a hell of a show. Zoe Zoe is so above the amount of time he's Mm -hmm. been in the business. Yeah, he's awesome. But, yeah, that was a a fun little killing the business. Fun little tidbit for you know you listeners that never knew that. Yeah, no, yeah, no <laughs> yeah that's that one of my, that's of that's one of the that one funny secret. stories, man. That one's awesome. Yeah, that shit. That's. And that's then later that night too, wasn't that when we got um, um, 
Was that when the Midwest brick scum was and the brick tree the was brick a yeah. Tree. I was gonna say because we did round the brick up. tree was yeah. born because <laughs> that was when Darren McCarty showed up and there was like what everybody had a joint in their hand and like it was just demons. passing like, around. Dude. There, oh my like god! Joints going around. I don't know how mathematically. Yeah. I don't know how it happened, but legitimately, <laughs> that's how it happened. Really? It was crazy. <laughs> I was stoned out of my mind on that show. That's a funny and one. Yeah, that's that's when I came up. When I told Zach, I was like, man, you. You fucking got them chops. You just chop people down like a brick tree. <laughs> and, it was, and then it was like, what did you so just hard. say? <laughs> months and months later, he used that in a promo against Kenny. Yeah. 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 He's still using yeah, it. He's still using it. I'm pretty sure that's what he calls his chain. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, we were talking about uh, Dan and Bernard being involved in some matches earlier. Big Kaz, uh, out at a PWAS show uh, quite a while back. Weren't you involved in a match? I didn't well, actually, our, our good friend Dread King Logan at that time. Remember we had oh, that yeah. whole beef with, the, like... It was that stupid fucking group he had. Yeah, I'm a little... <laughs> <laughs> that stupid fucking group he had. A little. The hollow. Well, I, fucking I, hollow. Hey, yeah. hey, Logan, I love you. You know this. Yeah, he does. I anyway, everybody in that we group. were we were we were feuding with them because like, me, do you guys remember that show where me and him got into it and like the wrestlers came out? They thought like we were really beefing. Yeah, I do. I do remember that. That's when you get the picture that you use all the time for your screensaver of us like you guys. Our most. <laughs> it looks like, it looks like then, a rap album cover. It does look like a rap album. And then here's a little behind the scenes of the podcast. The most downloaded episode was the fight me and Guru had on the podcast. I love you, Gordon, but at that moment, we fucking hated each other. We had a not. I told Brokowski to shut up like three times. And I just that was the first time I've ever heard that. And, and, and Gooch <coughs> took his fucking guru shirt off. I thought he was going to fucking bust out a lighter and burn it. Well, because, you know, at that time, I was the only one defending the fucking guy, and he comes shooting out at me. I'm like, all right, dude, fuck you. Fuck this shirt. I took that bitch right off in the middle of the interview. Said, fuck you, guru. I love Gordon. I know Gordon's been having some neck issues. So I love you, Gordon. He's transitioned to a role as the commentator for XICW. Don't know how much managing he's going to do with this neck injury, but I love you, Gordon. Shout out to Gordon. But, like, yeah, back to, like, what Nick the Gooch brought up. I was just at a show. And that night, uh, Brokowski was there standing right next to me, and he was in a match with Tommy Vendetta. It was a strap match. Strap, yep. He stripped him. Next thing, yeah, next thing I know, I'm in the crowd. I'm getting caught a forearm from Dread King Logan, knocked to the ground, and he rips my belt off of me. And that's the one he used to tie up around Tommy's ankles and then lit it on fire. Did you ever know, get I, that? No, back? no, I don't have. It got lit <laughs> on fire. It disappeared. Like it got lit on fire and then just evaporated into thin air. Pro you wrestling's know? lost, lost the tires. <laughs> Big is over there holding up his pants. Like, hey, you guys seen a belt anywhere? Well, one, was like, once I was belt. able to get up, Brokowski and Greg helped me up, got me a chair. I look up and I see my daughter laughing at me. <laughs> my dad just got his ass whooped. I just want to let you know that wasn't the first and won't be the last that she's laughed at. No, no, I get laughed at by my children pretty often. Yeah. And it wasn't that you weren't. You're they a funny guy. You're a funny <laughs> guy. Show? Was it? Didn't Kay get picked up? Uh, oh yeah, Lynn by Lynn. by Murdoch yeah. and. Uh, Bentley. Bentley during the tag team at RPW's yeah, tag, yeah, tag, tag team tournament. Yeah, she got used 
Used in a cool as, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's make that clear. <laughs> we do not condone child abuse. Well, I remember just one. Uh, I think it was at the class event we went to, and it was. Uh, oh, was it? You're talking about Elk and Cameron Sky? Yes. Fuck Cameron Sky. Mr. Fancy. Yeah, magic man. Right here, and next thing you know, here comes Elk. He's like, damn, Bernard, move. I'm like, no. I sat right next to him. He is chopping the fuck out of Cameron's guy. I mean, you can see just the imprint. And Bernard, I'm going to call you out here. He was marking out like a motherfucker. (laughs) Wasn't this at the peak of their rivalry, too? Yes, he's like, elk, elk, elk. I'm pretty sure we were there, And I'm like... Fuck you, Cameron Sky. Yeah. Elk was, and then he throws elk. That shit hurt. Oh. Elk hit the ground, and if y'all know elk, yeah, I love he's a big Tyler. boy. Oh, of course. He hit that ground, and I think the earth shook <laughs> because Damn. it took him a while to get up. Yeah. yeah. And then Cameron Sky throws a bunch of fucking chairs on, on the ground. Him. That ain't no joke. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I think was, we were there. Yeah, that, that one was, uh, and that was my first, second class event. I think it was, yeah, the first one we passed out. I, yeah. I think that was the same event that me and you had actually gotten back in touch because I think that's the one that I had bought, brought Brandon and Travis <gasps> to that night. It might have been. No, that one. That ain't my day. No, that one. Yeah. Yeah, you were with No, that one I my dad. Okay, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shout out to my dad. He's actually in the hospital, so shout out to my dad. That was that was a fun one, though, because, well, the night that Gooch is talking about, because that was the first time I've ever met Brandon. And if y'all have ever listened, that's one of my favorite and most funniest stories. Because... <laughs> They showed up. We watched the whole show together. And I, I said hi to him and everything. Nice to meet you. And then me and Brokowski ended up going to get some food and some drinks afterwards. And the first thing I said to him was, who the fuck was that guy that Gooch brought? I was like, was that like a homeless friend? Or was, like, was he just being nice? Or like, who the fuck was that guy? And he's like, oh, no, that's Gooch's brother. And I was like, Gooch has a brother? That's my bum buddy I picked off the street. I was just like, who the fuck the, my, was that like, guy? That, like, that was my first class show. And like, it's funny, yeah. you know, you said an elk memory. I have one. You know, we were front row. We had like two rows, you know. Yeah. And because Travis came with us and you had Annabelle. I had both my girls. Mm-hmm. And you, this fuck was there that didn't even know I existed. <laughs> uh, Jeff was there. And was that the healthy. show that the imposter Dan Brewer was at too? No. No, he's no, 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 no. Yeah, he has been to one. But like, yeah, Elk. Yeah, fuck that. Right guy. on our fuck side of the guy. ring, came out and looked. Fuck that guy. And I, I think he was wrestling Cameron Sky that night, and he looked at us and was like, "Ooh, new people," and came around and slammed dude's head right into a chair right by us, and I was like, I, I was hooked. I think that was right behind Travis, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was like it was literally like right, you know, the I chair around. behind him. Yeah. One of the nicest human beings you will ever meet is Elk. Oh, 100 percent, dude. One of the nicest human beings. Shout out, Elk. You are honestly shout out three wise men. All those guys are freaking nice too, man. They are doing some great shit right now. All of those guys are nice as hell. Wrestling challenge they do is awesome, but 
Elk is one of the nicest people you will... He ranks up there with Dread King. As one of the nicest people outside of wrestling you'll ever meet. You know, with Dread King and Chuck Stein. I think those three are probably three of the most... Uh, just nicest people you'll ever meet. But him doing that, though, like, I, I'll, I'll never forget that. And now that's become, like, part of when I'm watching wrestling matches. Like, I watch these people and how, like, they interact with the crowd or show expression to the crowd to tell their story. Because as they all know, we've said it a million times, this podcast, we love what? Stories. Storytelling. Gotta have the storylines in And even matches. those little things, like... A lot of, I don't think a lot of guys re- realize that that's part of storytelling is the whole, your yeah, face whole, in the inside of a match, even in interacting room. with yep. fans in such right. ways like that. And like the whole elk and wrecking ball story that took place on oh, yeah. media, uh, media was amazing. Um, yeah, I can't say better things about with regular Randy. That whole yeah. that was <laughs> that was the greatest fucking shit I've ever seen, dude. It was right. awesome. And thus, what would you call that match him and Juntai had? The one where awesome. they just recently did in yeah, the woods, where it was like that Mortal Kombat, awesome. dude. That yeah. exactly that what so Big Kaz just said. I would call it fucking yeah. awesome. Doing, and then they had the match. It was like a video game with him and Nevada. When they did that it, it looked like it was under an overpass in the ring or some no, shit like that. Or they were at the House of Truth. Mm-hmm. Oh, yep, 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 yep. Scored points and shit. It was cool. That's how Three Wise and Media Wrestling Challenge. You know, and they've continued doing it. Like we mm-hmm. didn't we sponsor we Brutus? Sponsored them. We sponsored Brutus and Uncle Chase. Yep. Ah, um, uh, yeah, that's um, right. We've seen Brutus and Uncle Chase. We we've seen Corey oh. Kerr. Open the door to that. Thanks, yeah. man. Corey Kerr. Speaking of Corey <laughs> Kerr, he's got a nice uh he's got a nice I, little matchup coming up soon. E C three and Corey Kerr coming up soon. If we want to talk about another it. human being that ranks up there with Dread King and Chuck and Elk. Corey Kerr, it's bro. Corey Kerr. Known that man for a long time. He's a good fucking guy. He's a brother. I, I shout out Corey Kerr. You, you and EC3 is, is amazing. I think him and Chuck, Jack Price at F5 yeah. was fucking amazing. One off, there was no story behind it, but they had an amazing, they told a story in that match was amazing. Corey is Corey Kerr is is so he's amazing. I mean, like even outside of the ring, the person <laughs> he is. I had him on the Edge of the Mind podcast. Awesome dude. All those guys from Hoss Fight, you know, that we interact with, like that Tony and Tony Garrett, Tony, Tony and, and then and edit, the, edit, 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 and then edit. Rick, Rick Cartier. Love Rick Cartier you know? yeah. Rick, I mean, yeah, who Rick's doesn't? Lo- it's hard to not love Rick, dude. He's such a good fucking guy. Yeah. He is. This is not a song. This is a tribute. <laughs> so, this is a tribute to the greatest so song in the world. I want to, before we go on, talk more memories. I want to talk about two more Dave, two more interviews or auditions that they don't know they had. Brokowski. Brokowski and and Nick the Gooch. All right, Dan. It's time to lay off the sauce. Big Cat. Drunk. Drunk. Oh, buddy. Hey, look right at him. The episode that I was. Okay, here's open the fourth wall. Fourth wall being broken. Fucking hammered for was when it was the match that 
Ronnie had at Flop. Sorry, Justin Pilgrim had at Flop House. When we had him on before Flop House, remember I was doing shots. Yeah, you were wasted on dog. the podcast. You were wasted. I was fucking hammered. So I want to talk about Big Kaz's audition, and I want to talk about uh, Jaybird's audition, which no one knows the audition except me. And I did. Knew. I knew Jaybird knew. Jaybird had an idea, but you didn't. Know. I knew. You weren't told you were auditioning, so no, I wasn't told, but I knew. Similar to Brokowski and Big and Nick the Gooch, I had Big Cat <laughs> on the podcast as a guest. We talked about, you know, people's heard this story. We've been friends since we were like fucking twelve and fourteen. Yep. Yeah. We grew up in the fucking hood together. You know, Jeez. fucking wrestling brought us back together. All that sappy bullshit. Um, I love wrestling. Fucking my best friend in the entire fucking world, sitting right here next to me. But anyway, me. So, even though he forgot my name, his name. Well, I mean, he does look like a homeless guy, granted. So yeah. Shut just, the fuck <laughs> up. God damn it, Jaybird. Don't, because he looks so weird with his beard shaving. Because I'm not used to seeing it, so I don't want to see him shaving. Yeah, He's, I don't want. I've made mistakes. I've made mistakes shaving where I've gotten called out, and it makes oh, me yeah. self-conscious. Okay. I can't make fun of him for the sweatpants because I'm wearing sweatpants. He's got his sweatpants and a horse slam sweatshirt on. Uh, no, that's not a horse. It's a pilgrim shirt. Oh. I got my pilgrim oh, sweatshirt on. Sorry, it's not horse slam. It's fireballs are rocking. I know. I think fireballs and Jaybird might need to do another shot. Yeah, we're gonna do another shot. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds like Dan might need to lay off. It. <laughs> Fuck. I ain't driving nowhere. He ain't. He can't no, tell who which one of us is who. So, I had Big Kaz on. We talked about our friendship and all that mushy bullshit. And uh, I'll talk later about what this guy means to me. Anyway, um, had him on. We talked about everything bullshit. He didn't realize that was his fucking audition. And I was having a conversation with Dread King Logan. And I was telling him about Brandon. I was telling him about, you know, we've been friends and, like, this guy's intelligent. Sometimes he doesn't let sometimes. that secret out it is sometimes but <laughs> like i was like this is the guy that i want involved in this and he's like make him fucking earn it <laughs> so when you had him on the podcast like i did gooch and brokowski he killed it he nailed it and he became part of the crew Aww. And then part of the podcast, part of the crew. I'm only good for like networking. <laughs> I, I, I don't know shit about shit, guys. So, so then you're a beautiful speaker. Yeah, you are. So and you've done some reannouncing too. That that was fun. That was fun. We're gonna. I've done it twice. We're and gonna have to get in. Maybe there'll be some future in it. We're gonna know. we're gonna get into that in a second. But so then the first. No, it wasn't the first flop house. It was, it was private flop house. It was the it was Christmas the show. Christmas show. It was the goddamn holiday special. Yeah. So goddamn holiday special. Brokowski and Big Kaz were representing Pro Wrestling Edge. Jordan Jaybird moves back from Florida. Florida, and Brokowski's like, "You want to go to Indianapolis with it?" He's like, "Fuck." I don't no, care. No job, no money. I was no like, job. I ain't got nothing else to do. I ain't got no job. <laughs> as long as I, you buy my ticket, because I can't afford it. <laughs> it's like, you ain't got no job. You ain't got to work today. So Jordan went with them, and they little did everyone know involved that Brandon was keeping me updated on how Jaybird was doing. 
if I, when I could feel my fingers, when we were freezing, freezing cold. So in freezing drunk, cold. Yeah, <laughs> drunk and cold the, as fuck. The secret that was supposed to have been kept about the commentary for Private Stash, I knew. Cause I didn't tell him. No, he didn't tell me. I I knew though because you're such a stickler. I'm surprised you weren't like, no, Jordan's not allowed. To stick him in the corner. He's not. Don't <laughs> so, fucking give him a mic. No. So that's so, basically how I knew that it was my audition. Because you would have been like, no, don't give that fucker a mic. He's not a part of pro wrestling. Edge. So get him out of here. I told he told me what was gonna happen, and I said, Jordan's on it. Get Jordan on it. Tell me how he does. You and Brokowski told me. Jordan fucking, and I'm going to explain why I love Jordan later. He's our our comedic relief. I'll I'll explain why I love Jordan later. But you guys both said he fucking nailed it. And I think it was the next day after you guys got home, I said, what do you guys think if I invite him to be part of the podcast? Nick was like, bet, do it. Brokowski's like, do it. Josh like, I re- <laughs> 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 best my best friend, my best friend Brandon, best friend Brandon, Listen, but Josh. If I'd have known, he'd have thought I was some homeless motherfucker. <laughs> I would have never, never voted for and, him to come out. And, oh and here's God. the thing too: he's wearing his pro wrestling edge hat that has his name on it, and it's right by me, where you can, can clearly it. see it. So jazz, big jazz. Like, he's like, yeah. So I started a new chat. Added Jordan to it, and I said, "Jordan, you want to join?" He's like, "Fuck yeah, I want to join." Yeah. So that's how the five of us were born. And uh, I'll tell you later why I love you. But thanks, anyway, man. So let's talk about your reannouncing. We'll talk a little bit about a, you know, I just got an opportunity. I've always kind of jumped to you know opportunities like that. Everybody knows Antonio Hard Cam Frio. We love that dude. You know, shout out to, you know, Hard Cam Frio. Go to his YouTube. If you don't subscribe, subscribe to that motherfucker's YouTube. All right. Dan, it's my turn. <laughs> um, I'm putting somebody over. Stop talking. That's what I'm best at. Straight I was bursting over there who I've was, known my whole life. I don't know your name. I was <laughs> doing that. So, you know, I seen him. He made a post. They, he does. This would have been the second annual block party. We attended the first one. Uh, it was kind of his graduation party from high school block party. It was a fun little show. Uh, it we was, loved it was that fun. family. Jamie, you know, Atlas. Uh, we need to talk about that. That'll be that'll be later on the show. That little party there. And so, second year came around. You know, hey, does anybody ring announce? I'm like, hey, I messaged him. I said, you don't get anybody. I'll do it. And he's like, it's yours. I'm like, well, well. I kind of <laughs> foot in the mouth. I'm like, well, I just said I'd do it if you didn't have anybody around here. There's there's people that do everything around here, you know, like it's, there's so many announcers, managers, podcast, you got to stand out. But so that was my first experience. I got to do it at the block party. I had a great time. Uh, I think I got people amped. My boys were there to watch. Oh I had, yeah. I had a lot of fun. The nerves hit, you I know, wasn't there. the nerves hit. Like I get in the ring, I look out and you got, it's a block party. It's that whole street, that part of their block. They had, you know, Neighbors, a, a mobile bar, it, neighbors mobile were out, bounce houses. It was a never bar yeah. party, neither. And fuck you say. I look and I see so many people, and like I'm not a public speaker. I'm just I'm not afraid to talk. But I was like, holy shit! I That's had a moment right there. Fucking <laughs> shut up. But yeah, that was fun. And a couple weeks go by, and I, I get a message from Atlas. They're putting on, um, sure, 
a show at the Allen Park Street Fair. Allen Park, right? Yeah. Yeah, Allen Park Street yeah, Fair Park. at Big Ben's Comics Oasis. That place was awesome. Shout, Shout out, out to Big, Big Ben's. Ben. Uh, let me tell you what. I showed up, and you know we had talked about, you guys had talked about setting up a ring. I show up, I feel like I'm part of the show. I came there and, and did my due diligence, you know, and the Pepsi. I came, I helped uh, set up the ring. I'm bartending, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, bartender. And... Got to announce that show, and if I thought the the block party, there was a lot of people. When I I tell you what, when I looked out at the Allen Park Street Fair, once the wrestling got started, the crowd came, and there was a lot. There was hundreds of people, and I yeah. was like, this time it was much easier. I was more prepared. I had my cue cards and stuff like that. And you know, even when you have cue cards, you still forget to read what the fuck is in front of uh, you dude, sometimes. Dude, every episode, bro. Every you know, episode. Look at the words. That doesn't I make sense. I didn't stumble over my words. It seems like I go through my third and fourth puberty when I'm on the mic in front of big crowds like that. I'm 38 years old. My voice shouldn't be cracking like that. Ad-libbing is great. <laughs> and no, I had a lot of fun with it. And like I said, shout out to Big Ben's Comics. They ended up giving everybody that participated in that show a $50 gift card to the store i got to go in the store and you guys know me like toys and collectibles are cool and kind that's not my thing you know i'm not into it but i went in the store and i was just blown back amazed if you're in that area go check them out yeah and then shout out to jamie as you see if you're friends with her on facebook she's always making goodie bags for the wrestlers uh the football teams that she gets involved with that's something fucking cool i and yeah, like she gave me, it was a cool bag and they were all personalized, you know, and I, I can't remember exactly what it says. I don't have it on me, but there was a little personalized message on the outside of the bag and the bag had the gift card. I got a little thing that's strapped on my bag. It was the poster on like a plastic card that zips onto my zipper, you know, the things about this big magnets, you know, and that was quite the honor to be able to do that. My name was actually on a poster for ring announcing that time. Nice. Nice. Yeah. And I'm open to do it some more, you know, like. It's not something that, you know, I'm not trying to get booked or anything. I'm not pursuing that because, like we said, man, they, there's, there's so, so many, many of them around so here. We can, we could name off how many. Don Georgie, we've Mark had, Roberts, you know, Bradley Smothers. Bradley Smothers and Don That was Tyler. a good interview. Both of those were Both great interviews. Both those guys are fucking awesome. Yeah. I had a fun time on that Don Georgie interview that arguing so cool. about the IC titles. That shit was hilarious. That yeah. was. That was fun. Yeah, that was a fun time. He had all those titles in the background. Oh, yeah. Did it straight from the grotto. <laughs> yeah, he had a little hard time with reception, but it worked out. I don't know what it, you do yeah. in the grotto. You ain't got the best cell service now. Nope. But it's funny that you brought up Jordan's first show that we went out with us because, as always, you know, Pro Wrestling Edge, if they're at a wrestling show, they got a cooler full of beer with them. Right. So we get down to the Mickey Knuckles match, and it was her, Justin oh, Kyle, and Hoodfoot, in a triple threat, all fuckery goes match. We Did were we actually sponsored. We, 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 yeah. spo- we, we were technically sponsors that match. It was supposed to be uh, Dread King Logan versus Hoodfoot. Because we hired Hoodfoot to, yeah. to get rid of Dread King Logan. Yeah, and at that time, I don't know what was going on. You know, Yeah, we didn't like Dread King. Fuck the hollow. But yeah, go ahead. <laughs> so the match goes down. Mickey ends up winning. You know she always doesn't sell up Tory drinks, so oh, she's yeah. like, "Does anybody got any beer?" And like we were the only non like anybody not nobody related to a wrestler or there because we're dating a wrestler because there was still COVID, so it was a close set. 
And I was like, oh, hey, Jordan, grab a beer and throw one out there. So he grabbed a beer. <laughs> and mind you, Mickey Knuckles is like probably five foot tall, maybe a little shorter. She was in the ring. She looked a lot taller. <laughs> <laughs> he just grabs it and just chucks it completely over her and it hits the wall behind her. Yeah, I chucked that thing. <laughs> and then <laughs> he completely missed that. So Borkowski had to step up and regain the name Pro Wrestling Edge. So I tossed her one and. Who was the referee that I didn't give my last beer to? Because it was my last beer. I, don't, I, you know, I, I can't remember. remember. We started throwing beers like we were like the Roman the beer men throwing bread out during the gladiator yeah. days. Like nobody had beer there. We started chucking them in the crowd and came down to the last one. Was like, nope, this one's mine. Was that the same match where Justin Kyle came up to you guys and like put yes. his yeah, finger back in socket? Yes. Yeah. Us, like, and I, I, I look like, ah, that's a fuck, man. I don't know what you want us to do. <laughs> like, I'd say that's pretty bad. But yeah. As far as my medical experience goes. You know, and the thing is, like, we didn't even, we were there for, I mean, before the show, a while before, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, we were hanging out. We, we told we could show up early, and we were ha- never interacted with Justin Kyle this whole time. Nope, Dude's first time meeting big him. And, big and scary and intimidating, and Dan's taking a picture of the pizza boxes. But no, like, Justin but, Kyle was such a, so, like, great guy, man. He's yeah. just a giant teddy bear, honestly. He looks like a beast. I mean, he is a beast. He's a freaking. He's a straight killer. He's a straight killer. Yeah, we but just, he was just the nicest guy the ever, man. Get the dude's 8 by 10 and an autograph, and... Lo and behold, so ended up becoming friends. Yep. We met him again the next day, the following day. At, After uh, he invited uh, us private to private stash. Yeah. We got invited there, so we and then talked he to him there. says, you guys aren't going to come. And so it's like, oh, now we're coming. Like, totally <laughs> We'll be there now. That's another good story was Jaybird over here. <laughs> he has two cell phones in his hand like, okay. This is a lake and this is a lake. This is the road and this is the road. I think I found where we're going. Yeah. Because like. It was in the middle of freaking nowhere. Nowhere. The day before. Who has letters in their address? And I'm like, oh, cool. You know, this is this is right by Walmart. <laughs> Easy. We'll be there. It's only 20 minutes away. Yeah. No lie, yeah. our letters. Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. Like, oh, dude, that was such a lie. We got there and we're like cruising on the road. We're like, nope, we're going to make this left. It's the next left. We're cruising. It's just open fields. Open, empty. No houses right. anywhere. There's no houses, nothing. <laughs> I don't know how he found that sugar plum factory. That like, it, it was like, it was a honey. It was a honey factory or a like, honey honey company like, or something like that. Anything close to it. And he's yeah. like, this is. And it was a honeycomb place. So he typed that in. And Me- then we- Meanwhile, Big Cass is in the back seat like, I swear it was behind the Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> like, bro, we were there. He gives well, him some girly southern accent. I swear. I'm not very intelligent. Like, <laughs> Like, we were lost for three, four hours. It, like, it took us a long time, yeah. Shot. I even remember saying that, like, all right, guys, if it's not this not destination, we're turning around and going we're, home. We are supposed to get there at 12. We ended up getting there at, like, 3. It yeah. always seems like the Flophouse road trips are always the most interesting I mean, fucking let's trips ever. Let's do a little Flophouse memory dude. segment real quick. And, oh. Because I want to talk about this because this involves Chris from RPW and you know, when you thanked him earlier and how you said he's family. I love fucking Chris Coleman. He is, I, had to sh- I, I shared a bed with him. <laughs> yeah. So I could say he's family. You we, spooned with him. No, we didn't spoon. We had a pillow wall between us. but There was no pillow wall between you know? us. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I did. I did. <laughs> like, what? I almost grabbed your hand. Like, a, what are they? What, in, the, in the movie with uh, Jay? <laughs> Oh, the Dutch rudder. The Dutch rudder. Dan was trying to give me a Dutch rudder right now. Hey, <laughs> it's not gay if he's not holding your dick. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. 
So the very, very first flop house, me and Broke House. Real, real quick before go. you go on. Oh boy. This is the Patreon we need to start because that conversation leads into so much more that we have conversations. Oh my god, yeah. Fucked up shit. We're already past that point. This one. Uh, and so we decide to go uh, and probably only a couple days, no more than a week before that, uh, Chris hit us up and he's like, hey, you boys going? We're like, yeah. And he's like, can I roll? And we're like, yes. Yes, yes. you can. <laughs> we So we, we make a detour to Toledo, pick up Chris, head on our way down there. And we've, we found a second home <laughs> halfway between here. Markle. We love that place. <laughs> and, and, and Indianapolis, Markle. Markle, Indiana. A town that doesn't exist. <laughs> it's straight out of a Stephen King book. Oh, it exists. It, it exists, brother. We made it two different place, at least two different places there. Well, the first you know time we we went there, you know, it's they said me and Brokowski. You go to Flop House, you kind of dress outlandish. It's kind of been like the the, the thing, you know, uh, super crazy looking clothes. That's me and Brokowski. Chris had a deathmatch elite with Jeff King bleeding on his shirt. And we walk into this little small town diner. And I, I shit you not, every person in that diner turned around and stared Stop at us the whole place. just looked at us. And Look at these out of town. <laughs> like I said, and when I tell you, it was like literally a town like out of a Stephen King book. You know, the gazebo for the town hall was right outside the window. <laughs> We've seen the Little League baseball team walking by, but all their eyes, like everybody looked at us at the same time as they walked by outside. I felt very uneasy. We ate our food and we dipped, but we keep making stops. But I have a problem with sneezing every time we go to Markle yeah, and yeah. out of Markle. I have a sneezing fit. So there's something up with that town. Yeah, we we went to that place for breakfast, and I don't think you stopped sneezing. The, the dirty pickle time. or something like that. <laughs> no, no, that was the different. dirty pickle. That was dirty. that was the other. No, place. I think it's legit. Yeah, I think yeah, it it's something pickle. No, that bar that's right there. No, 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 we went to the other place for breakfast. There is a different restaurant. Now. We went I don't across the street, the one that Sea Rock. Took a fucking selfie and thought he was cool and put it on Snapchat. Oh, but he's not. But he's not fucking. Yeah, he's not. But he's not fucking cool because he's Sea Rock, you know. And so, we finally get down there. I love you, Sea Rock. Flop House. It's in this subdivision neighborhood in somebody's backyard. We set up. This is the first time ever. You know, myself and Brokowski set up and did a recording. Oh, I was a hot mess. I was like, oh, man, I got to push the red button. Make sure everything's <laughs> plugged in all nice and tight. If I screw this up, Dan's going to fire me. That I was Brokowski. That, did, that was his audition to be host of this fucking pod, shit show podcast. A year and a half before he got his host. Anyways. <laughs> uh, and... It's like he had this shit planned out the entire time. One of the time. greatest... You know, like, I had such a You don't a think I did There was... People with broken legs on top of a rooftop watching the show. Cops are having to make traffic go because literally people are stopping on the street to watch Straight up, literally this action that's going in there. Chris co-hosted with us. We did an awesome job. Uh, you can see it on IWTV and you can actually see me. Uh, after Hoodfoot won the championship, yeah. I asked him, <laughs> what Dude is he going to do? Trixie. And then we did conduct, We conducted an interview after the show and then got kicked out. Yeah, literally. <laughs> literally got kicked out. Like, we got, we stayed so long at Flophouse. Shortsy came up and was like, hey, guys, listen, you got to get the fuck out of here. The party's going The after party. At the bar down here. Nate Webb's throwing a huge party. Go down there. 
So we Ubered back to the house, dropped everything off, and then the same Uber took us down to um, the bar, which I think that was Magic Johnson's paper boy too, right? <laughs> no, Magic Johnson was the Uber on the way, the, way the, very, the very first one. That was Magic Johnson's. Oh, to the show. I think so. Yeah, this guy. No, listen. This, so paperboy. We're in the car, and you know, I I, think I don't it. take Uber much. I don't know if you guys have ever rode in an Uber. I fucking love Uber. I'm an Uber. I mean, have you ever talked to the driver? Tops. Yes. The drivers all the made, time. Yeah, the drivers hey. make conversations. That determines whether or not they get a good listen. fucking. Well, tip so or this not. guy, you know, may, and it's and it's me, Brokowski, and Chris. So we're already moved up. We were drinking in the parking lot of the hotel, waiting to get Is picked up. Is anyone sober? No, oh. we've probably smoked. You know, these guys were none of I, them were sober. I had sober. to finish my beer to get in the Uber. He wouldn't let me get in with yeah, the beer. Yeah, if that up. says anything. Um, so he's making conversation, asking where we're from, and you know, we say Michigan, Ohio, and out of nowhere, guys like I, I used to be Magic Johnson's paper boy. He's like, I'm from, I'm from Michigan. I'm from I, Lansing, I'm from Lansing or some shit like you, that. You ever hear of Magic Johnson? You know the basketball player. Of course, I mean, who the hell hasn't heard of Magic Johnson before? You just hit like, yourself in the fucking uh, head. Are you sober? <laughs> and he's like, I, I used to be his paper boy. Every morning I'd see Magic Johnson before he was famous. He was playing at Michigan State and he'd come home. Every once in a while he'd come home from L.A. once he got drafted. I was like, well, this is pretty cool. What the hell kind of odds for this happening you know, I'm, I'm calling bullshit right now because I watched Definitely. that show Winning Time on HBO. Max, I did not see the paper boy once. <laughs> there was no paper boy. Uh, you know, awesome show. We got to see. It was a cool mix because, you know, Schwartzy and Randy, we all know, is from the Detroit area. They, 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 they call this place home. Indianapolis is a second home. Flophouse is their home down there. And uh, it was just awesome because we got to see the likes of, like, Tanner. And we got to see Rick Cartier. We got to see Gio Bronco. And then we got to see so many people. Like, the world of indie wrestling expanded so much more to me off that yeah, very – so That was the second trip. Because if you want to honestly talk about the very first trip that we ever took as a group, that was GCW. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was a fun you trip. Know, going somewhere else to watch indie wrestling and, like – Seeing so many people, and then look at look at what we do now. Like how many? Maybe times? I shouldn't say it because I'm a little. Yeah, old. let's let's save that conversation of that ride for, for the no, Patreon. For the Patreon, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah let's it's save that one. We don't have the Patreon yet. I was gonna say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get into this trivia, man. Let's get into this trivia. Well, first, before we get into that, because we haven't heard a lot of uh, from Bernard, I wanna I wanna know what are some of his most memorable moments from. You know, okay. starting and yeah. okay. being an indie fan to where he's at now with it. Well, I got to thank Dan for that one. Um, <clears throat> I wasn't really big. Don't talk that. to him. Don't thank me. <laughs> Don't talk so to I him. I wasn't really big on the indie scene. So Dan was like, hey, well, you want to go to Class Wrestling? I'm like, well, yeah. You know, i never seen any local shows. So we get to, uh, I get to Clash, and I think that was the first time. And I think, uh, I think you guys were there. Yeah. Yep. And that was uh, my first show, but ever since then, you know, learning more about all the indie wrestlers and meeting a lot of people, uh, probably a ton of them that you mentioned today, too many to name, but um, it's been fantastic. Um, BCWA, I told Dan, like, when he was like, yeah, hey, we're going to Horse Slam, I'm like, well, you know, the hardcore I'm not really into, but it, it looks cool because I always watch some of the videos. Did you go to Horse Slam? I have not. So maybe I might... 
So, yeah, so... Um, <laughs> Anyway, I've been to a couple shows uh, that's been around. Um, I might sporadically just pop in there. But, uh, yeah, the indie scene is great here in Michigan. And as you said, uh, expanding out, um, I'm going to uh, – maybe I might uh, tell you guys or two to one of the Flophouse wrestling because I think that one's pretty cool. I've heard some stories. Yeah, Flophouse is, oh, Flop Flop is a blast. It's, it's a blast. You know, and I think the boys will agree with me right now, like – Flophouse and RPW, th- those two promotions are absolute home. And, like, if I could say, if you can't come to any show, and like we talked about before, you know, Combat 1, you know, you're checking your schedule on that one. That one's going to be something new for us, and we're expecting big things. But Super Flophouse and RPW, fuck, we love the shit out of them, and we try our hardest not to miss anything. I'm not saying this because we're family with Chris, Schwartzy, and Randy. Those are the two best independent wrestling promotions today. Combat One hasn't started yet. Combat One's going to be in that conversation as well. Flophouse and RPW, there's nothing better in this area than Flophouse and RPW. Flophouse is yet to be in the area. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, that's future. an out of state <laughs> one, but in the Midwest. Midwest. If you count yeah. the Midwest, Midwest as the area. We cover the Midwest. Yeah. So they you. are in our area. I just don't want to confuse some of our fans. Because, yeah, they're not you know. Detroit based. But yeah, like RPW. I hope you get to come to a flop house show. Yes, like, definitely. Yeah. definitely looking forward to that one. So uh, maybe more in the summertime. You know, now that uh, my flop house is running in Detroit this summer. Uh, if you there. don't go, there's a problem. Well, so, I'm there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> hey, okay. Uh, okay. 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 <laughs> he announced it. <laughs> I'm just want to share. Want to share. But you know, another one that we've uh, we just I went think. to our our first. I, I hope so. I hope. So. That's an edit. That's an edit. <laughs> let's move on really quickly. Hopefully, people forget about it. Let's talk about. <laughs> let's let's talk about Circle Six, man. That's another like another up and coming promotion that. Uh, travels across the states right now, and yeah, Circle Six. They, they're 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 definitely myself, Brokowski, Jaybird, and they Nick are, the Gooch, uh, We just went to the the first the last show. Yeah, and like the production level, like it's it, it's like TV quality stuff, man. It, like that's another one, Bernard. That man. Yeah, that one. When they come nice. back around Detroit, you absolutely have to hit up Circle mm-hmm. Six, dude. The venue for it is like beautiful. it's mind blowingly beautiful. And like, look at—we just seen Bandito, and then now you look around on the on the dirt sheets. You know, he's probably going to sign with AEW here mm-hmm. really soon. And and then it comes out that he also has had offers from WWE. It looks like he's leaning more towards AEW, but you know, <laughs> I uh, yeah, Circle Six is definitely freaking awesome. I absolutely love that show. I wish we could have made the first one, but prior engagement, prior engagement, we yeah, weren't yeah. able to. So I was happy with that. Um, we definitely, definitely need need to uh, get you to the next Circle Six show because they're, they're definitely coming back to Detroit. They freaking love us here, and I mean, dude, they like got the big screen and everything that plays like a pre match video and shit like that. It's, yeah, it's freaking legit it's, there. It's really they legit. have their shit together. 
Dude, how about that ladder match too? Oh, that ladder that match. That ladder was match was amazing. Insane. Dude. I mean, I can't even just say the ladder match. The whole from from first match to to the last was absolutely great, but that ladder match was mind blowing, dude. And one of my favorite things about these shows, all these shows, is they bring in so many different wrestlers that I've never seen before or haven't really heard too much about them. And then, like, you get to see him in person, and you're just like, holy shit. Like, the these guys are awesome. Hey, uh, the, the fucking the circus. circus. Oh, God, the circus. circus. Let's talk about... Two days, four shows. Like, while we can woo. talk right now, while Drunk. we not here, and we can get a word in. Let's, the first circus. Let's get words in, boys. You know, myself, Brokowski, Jaybird, and Nick DeGoose. Oh, my God. Out to Fenton, Michigan. Holy shit. Middle of nowhere, no cell phone service whatsoever. Dude, out there. Uh-uh. complete bumfuck Egypt. Man. Yep. Two shows each day. Friday night, they start off with the change with chains, which is absolutely fantastic. But I think my favorite part of that whole weekend was the pit. Oh, dopest pit. We oh got my lucky god. And got two pits because it got rained out on rained night two. Honestly, aside from the actual matches and the shows from throughout that that weekend. My favorite thing, absolute most favorite thing, was a weapon seminar and meeting the people and yeah. talking to the people that we got to sit down and talk to, like Neil Diamond Cutter, just sitting there and instructing us on how certain weapons are made, and every, the, the other crew teaching us on how to wrap Gene. up the barbed wire. Gene, Gene, shout was out the to man. Gene, yes, classic Gene, oh legend. Go back and legend. listen to that episode. I interviewed the boys made help make weapons. Yeah, me, me and Josh I made quite a few doors. They were making their weapons and. You know, the the weapons masters is what they're called, you know, are instructing these people. I also went around to people we've never met, you know, and also interviewed them while they're making weapons. And it's people, you know, we see now at shows quite a bit. Frankie from, uh, there's a, is that Spooky Dust? Yes. I want to say Spooky Dust Podcast. Podcast. Met him there. He was actually, he was one of the people that I talked to while making weapons, you know, and then... Uh, also, Ryan Drinkwater. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. we see him a lot at those events. Uh, oh. Damn near every RPW. Oh, man. But you know what? At that weekend, fuck Larry D. Fuck Larry <laughs> D. Fuck Larry D. <laughs> Dude, the pit, my favorite, one of the favorite things about was in the pit was Jordan was just straight up in there drinking a bottle of Hennessy. <laughs> <laughs> I just had his whole bottle. At that point, we had no ice for his yeah. ass. And then I left it, too, because I drank it all. And I was like, this is going to stay here well, in we the had, pit. We had, With all the juggalo juice. We had talked yeah. about Justin <laughs> Kyle like earlier in the episode and how cool of a guy he was. We yeah. have ended up... All this time, you know, at RPW and Flophouse, we built a really good relationship with this guy. Love that and guy. <laughs> he, he, Larry Card, drew the short straw against Larry D in the pit. And if you know what the pit is, like, it's just fight club style. The whole time I'm in there, I'm feeling like this thing's Dude. illegal. Yeah. You know. It, it, in the barn. It, it was felt like real dirt floor, you know. Oh, man. It, it was just incredible. And Justin Kyle fights Larry D. And we're booing the fuck out of Larry D. Because we already had a prior instance <laughs> at a Flophouse RPW show where he wrestled oh, Dread King Logan. That was a that. whole trip in its fucking but self. Yep. Justin Kyle... Had a great fight with Fuck Larry, D. Larry D. Great fight. Beat Larry D and looks over at us, me, Brokowski, Nick, Jaybird, and said, I get him for you boys. God damn yeah, right. I that moment, you know, like, because he was, knew. That was good. Uh, 
I don't want to call it heat. This is, it's all fun, you know. Like yeah. we say, fuck Larry D. I don't wish no harm on the guy. Like no, no. He don't know who the hell we are. Yeah, he no, don't know he, who we are. He, 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 yeah, we <laughs> just shout <laughs> shit. I mean, who on Brokowski, Jaybird, Nick the Gooch? You guys want to like? I've talked a lot. You guys want to tell that story of why? Larry, you know what happened with Larry uh, D. Basically, never, I think it only got put out on our podcast. <laughs> dude, it's actually it's out there what happened. Yeah, it is out there. I just thought it was funny. Like I, I'm assuming he came out thinking he was gonna be you know baby face and everybody was gonna know who he was and he's you know he's going up against our boy Dread King Logan. So everybody there is going for Dread King, rooting Dread King, Dread mm-hmm. King, and when Larry D comes out. He is just getting so fucking pissed. And by the time he gets in the ring, he's running this promo, and us four at the table, we're running our podcast as we're running our mouths to him, yelling "fuck Larry D" this and that because he's calling us a bunch of podcasters who just live in our mom's basements and shit. And then overcomes Dread King Logan and fucking just. I'll fight that motherfucker. Oh, dude. It, it, it looked yeah, like it was, came to that, that point. Was really cool too. But it was really great. Like, the uh, the cherry on top was when Dread King came over right in the middle of the table. So he saw all of us on top of Dread King. And Dread King just did that wing sprawl out. Like, the fuck, dude? What you, what you got on this shit? Oh, it pissed Larry D off so fucking bad man i laughed my ass off and if you know us we're loud mouse absolutely like we're, we're loud yeah. especially brokowski boo. and big Cass. clearly i have this boo i just we don't boo. shut the fuck up it's so deep and so loud and we you know i did that to him at that first show like and then we were at the pit I know Larry D. Like he didn't recognize us, but he knew those boos because <laughs> these guys can attest to it. He did when he came out and we boo, and we even got people around us that we've never met before. Yeah, that we started, you know, cool friendships. All I wish I remember their names. Like, yeah, we seen the one guy again at the past circus. Yeah, he was yeah. camping across from us. Anyways, we got these people around us to also boo Larry D. Because of this, and we're booing him, and just you could see he side eye where we were at he knew these voices he kind of messaged i messaged justin kyle when he posted the flyer for him and larry d and i said do me one favor fuck him up once for we might all have messaged him that and he (laughs) said he said you have no problem with that i am going to fuck him up for pro wrestling edge Fantastic! He yeah. fucked him up for pro wrestling edge. Yeah, and you know that's that's our Justin Kyle story. Shouts out to Justin Kyle, yes. the Love the him. RPW Love champ right now. And and yeah. he's the newly Mister Chainsaw Pro Champ. He beat yep. Jamal yeah, King this past. This weekend. You know, you know the best of the best are champions at RPW, and Justin Kyle is the heavyweight champion. Midwest Gum tag team champions randy west Russ Felt. Yeah. all I'll the best you. hold the fucking gold buddy <laughs> they're at that circus though where justin justin kyle beat up larry d before that while we were just watching the show i think it was the chains right before the pit i'm looking around at the crowd you know and there's a there's a just about all kinds of everything at the in wrestling shows man you get a little bit of everything but there's one guy that stands out to me. And I, I bump Brokowski. I'm like, doesn't that look like Will Ferrell? <laughs> and then I bump Big Cass, and I'm like, doesn't that dude look like Will Ferrell? And he instantly 
like I don't know how you made this up, but it was the funniest thing in the world. He goes, "No, that's Will Ferrell's brother, <laughs> like Clarence Ferrell or no, something." Phil, Phil Ferrell, the, the what was it, the gynecologist or something like that, dude? And he just went on a whole backstory, yeah. Just most ridiculous thing in the world, but God, it was so fucking funny. I was rolling. I wish I remembered. I, like, I know. I we wish need I did to just too. wear mics on us when we go out. That, we really yeah. do. And I honestly it. think it would be kind of funny. But yeah, because I don't remember any of that. Right. I don't remember a whole lot from that weekend. Broke house Bernard, I don't know how hard you party, bro. Yeah. But Portable if you're hanging out, I won't watch. force you to do anything. We don't do anything fucked up. I just made that no, sound no. really yeah, weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really weird. But we like to get a little saucy. It's it's. <laughs> Hi, I'm Rod, and I like to party. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you say a little saucy? A little saucy. A little saucy. A little saucy. A little saucy. But what do you say we get into this trivia? Yeah. I've been waiting yeah. on that, actually. Like, Dude, I, mean, I know. I'm, I'm dying. Poor Bernard. Back just... in the day over here, Bernard used to do the wrestling trivia, which I absolutely love because I love history and I love backstories and stuff in wrestling. And this dude over here ended up stumping a bunch of wrestlers, myself, like everybody, and I'm really curious to see if we can get down to these answers here that you set up for us, man. All right, fellas. So, um, looking at this, you know, I kind of thought about it. Everybody is kind of a wrestling guru here, whether it be <laughs> all the, whether it be um, uh, indies or uh, the major pro wrestling. So, I came up with a couple questions for you guys, and uh, I kind of figured I dig deep a little bit. So, you guys ready? I'm ready. Oh, dude, I'm so ready. I'm so ready. All right, question number one. Let's fucking do this. Who has the most wins in wrestling history? Stone Cold Steve Austin in WWE. John Cena. <laughs> I got Ric Flair. I said John Cena as well. I also said John Cena. John Cena is correct. Oh, boys. All right, so question you number one. John Cena. And I did not cheat nor look at anybody's answer, right, so, so I was really happy that, about that. Wants to make a wish, you know, wins. I would have known the answer. That, he just hit he that, yeah. That. He just he shattered that. He's a fucking legend. Yeah, yeah, yeah he is. Definitely. Hey, he hosts Wipeout now. You guys watch Wipeout? Oh, I love Wipeout. Honestly, He's the it's funny. I seen it's funny that. Shit. I seen that. No, I know I got this one right. Okay. Which wrestler? I hope not. Had the most matches. Kane. Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle. I said Triple H. I said Shawn Michaels. Dan is actually right. It was Fuck Kane. It. Damn Fuck it. Fuck you guys. Damn it. It's fucking now, the Red Machine is that Kane. As, as Kane Woo! or? Yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah, that, he as had, Kane. Uh, damn. Well, I mean, he had 1,758 matches. Damn. The most oh, damn. out of anybody. Holy shit, dude. He did a lot of house I, shows, though. Like, Y'all I, don't I know what I do. Shh. <laughs> Kane's one of the best. Quiet. I, love Quiet. I know I got, I got this next so one wrong for sure. WCW. Okay, I got one right. I got this one right. I know it. Who I, was the fourth NWO member? Eric Bischoff. I, was, I said the Giant. I said D. <laughs> I, I said he's, the Giant. He's the fucking <laughs> sixth member. It's the million dollar man, Ted DiBiase. Ah, uh, Brokowski, Ted DiBiase. Yeah, I was thinking about it too. I was I thinking know. about <laughs> that. See, that's the thing. He was actually. I, the, I never he was got onto the, the fourth member. As he was a, the financer of the NWO. That's right. All right, here we go. Fucking a. Question number four for all the marbles. Bret Hart. Who was the there first was a, Grand Slam champion? Shawn Michaels. Bret Hart. I said Jericho. Shawn Michaels. I said Shawn Michaels. I said Bret Hart. Shawn Michaels. Oh! Well, here's the thing. I'm throwing it in there. 
Uh, it was because Sean won a European championship at the time. Wait, so, uh, so that's what made him I the first two. Grand Slam champion. I got one, right? I got two. I got one. I got two. I told you guys I suck. Dan, how many did you get? You got one. Dude, me and Gooch, we fucking rule, bro. Do you have, do you have one off the... Yeah, Okay. Do you have night. a tiebreaker? Oh tie shit, break. that's not go. cool. That's <laughs> not cool. I'm not gonna know it. That's not cool. I'm not gonna know it. I'll at take all. the tie if you want to <laughs> take the tie. I'll take the tie. <laughs> well, I want a tiebreaker. Give us another. Give you us got one. Bernard off the top. Off the top. Bernard's gotta have one. Give us an easy one, bro. <laughs> Bernard has stumped some of the fucking best independent wrestlers. These are all guesses. Okay. Behind the scenes. <laughs> These are all guesses. There are some wrestlers that have bitched us out after the podcast episodes because Bernard has fucking stumped them and they feel so embarrassed. Do you have anything or no, bro? I actually do. Oh, crap. Fucking man. Hey, crap, man. I'm not going to know. What? You got to give me an ABC, though, because I can't do it without ABC. <laughs> <laughs> we love AVZ at Poros. <laughs> nobody said AVZ. Let Bernard <laughs> ask the question. Yeah, I'm Let ready. Bernard I'm ready. ready. You're ready. You're ready. You're ready. How many championships has Razor Ramon won in WWE? You know this? Wait, give me, give me, give me A, B, C, D. Got to give them multiple choice because that's how the format was done. A, four. B, six. C, one. Or D, twelve. Mm. Mm. I'm going twelve. Fuck it. I'll tell you, it ain't fucking twelve. You gotta stop, Nick. Didn't answer. You're ruining the game. Oh. I'm going to say a four. Well, I'll four. change it to six. I'll change it to six. <laughs> oh, I, thought, I, thought, I thought he... Hey, I thought I'll he, change he, it to well, six. Well, I got one right. I don't know shit. It's one? He only won one. the IC title. The Gooch for the win. Nah, Four IC championships. Four-time IC champion. Yes. yes. He was That's never a world was. champion. Never a no, world champion. I, I was thinking maybe... Four intercontinental champions. He did win. Rest in peace, motherfucker. Rest in peace. I thought I had to throw that in. R.I.P. I knew, uh, I, I knew IC title. That's all I thought was IC fucking title. That's actually good. Cause yeah, that's w, in WWE because in WCW, he was tag team champion and television champion, I believe, at some point, too, for a little bit. He was the diamond stuff in WCW. You know, you, you had that Ted DiBiase question in there. Mm. <laughs> that was, that was my best I, I had to throw a little dirt. I knew that one. You know, he was probably funding it. You with chose all the that, giant, bro. That with is all that wrong. Mississippi was welfare fund that he's involved in. <laughs> was he? Yeah, I think it went right. to Giant and then Six. Oh. And Bischoff was last. I could be wrong. See, so at least I got third. DiBiase, Giant, Six, Bischoff. I came in last, bro. I told you guys yeah, before man. I was gonna suck. I thought you. I thought you were good at this stuff. I thought you liked wrestling. Fucking, <laughs> you lost to me, and I know nothing about <laughs> wrestling, bro. bro. That's sad. Of all that, of us in this fucking something. podcast, that's you lost to Jay Bird. I For real, told dude. you guys, I don't know dates. It's all the fucking drugs. It's all I'm actually disappointed in you too. Honestly, I, I expect you to. I expected you to win this, man. Oh, I didn't watch. I didn't. This? I didn't watch. Nick. Nick, 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 N
Hold on, watch WCW. So I in really a tiebreaker. Uh, I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm with Big Kaz on that. I I've seen a little bit of WCW back in the, the day, but I was never game, big on WCW. That was awesome, dude. Bernard, that was fucking awesome. That was fun. That was real fun. 605 Saturdays, motherfuckers! <laughs> that so, was real fun. This is normally where we hit the uh, bird's nest and where Jaybird would normally ask the guests some out of normal wrestling questions. So since we have no guests, we figured he might as well ask us some questions to get a little bit to know us outside of the wrestling world. Mm. Yeah, first one's for everybody, and it's going to be sad. What y'all do outside of wrestling? <laughs> Oh shit! Besides, touch yourselves. That don't count. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've all we've all heard me talk before about you know me always working a lot, and I, you know, I have issues, you know, where I work, like everybody does. But I, I kind of take pride of where I work at at the VA hospital. You know, I take care of veterans, and it's not much, but I help out with diets and make sure they get what they you know get what they need to get and. Other than that, man, it's wrestling and anime. I like it. I like it. I like it. Bro, Brokowski, would you like to yeah, continue me, it? Uh, you know, in wintertime, I snowmobile a lot. I'm big on snowmobiling. I love my sleds. We ride Articats. Everything else is beneath that, so there's no point in riding them. We go all over the place in Michigan, up in the UP, drive seven, eight hours to ride, you know, 200 miles on a sled up in the UP. Just for fun. I love it. I love it. I also like binge watching a bunch of shit. Like you said, anime. Like anime. I love any pretty much all. Dragon Ball Z doesn't count as anime. That okay. I, it is an anime, I I but not anime a bunch guy. of animes. You, know, you watch a anime. It was anime <laughs> you watch He watches anime. a lot of DBZ. Yeah, these that's that's so, that's more uh, what it is. DBZ, I have watched does one punch count? I watched one punch. One that, punch does count. That counts. That counts. That's, that's good. good. It is a good one, yeah. I enjoyed that. I still suggest y'all look up uh, Black Clover. That's a Absol- good one. fucking I fucking love that I, one, Yes. absolutely. fucking Asta's my guy. Asta's the best, dude. Asta, they're... And um, Yami's friendship, dude, that shit is... Brotherhood is fucking... I love that. that so you know. lost. Yep. No idea. I know, yeah. I'm going to check it out. What about you, Bernard? Me, uh, I'm a huge sports fan. Football, basketball, baseball. Um, watch it all the time. Watch all the shows in the morning before I go to work. Um, spending time with family. Um, my kids are getting older. I'm getting older. Um, so that's another thing I do. Um, after losing my dad, I spend a lot of time with my mom because she's the only parent I have. Um and just living life, man. Just trying to enjoy it, you know, every day. And, uh, you know, being here is great, you know. There comes a half an hour story about Dan O'Mac's life. No. <laughs> I want to make it short. <laughs> Outside of wrestling, sports, but there's one thing that people's going to know about me when it's sports. Chicago Cubs. I will live and die on that fucking sword. Chicago Cubs are the best. But outside of sports, true crime. I am. I love true crime. And I don't know what your trivia question is for the listeners for Combat 1, but I am absolutely fucking obsessed 
with the O.J. Simpson trial and the O.J. Simpson case. I've never heard of O.J. Simpson. O.J. Simpson. My opinion only. This does not reflect the opinion of Pro Wrestling Edge. O.J. Simpson is one guilty motherfucker. He fucking killed that. He killed that chick. He killed that dude. But O.J. Simpson's trial and everything about it is like the greatest thing. In the world. Let me just say one quick thing. We could probably start a conspiracy theorist fucking podcast. Yeah, actually, oh, yeah. 100%. I'm in so deep. If but, we hey, had time, we'd do yeah. it. I don't want to go very much deeper. I just got one thing to say about that. I think he also did, but now I feel there's a strong possibility it was his son that did it that came over. No, 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 no. I don't, no, we don't, no, 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 no. no don't stop. This, don't we're start. not starting that. Even I though Brandon's pushing the button. I will give you guys a little secret into oh. Pro Wrestling Edge and PWE. The fourth podcast that was going to happen that might still down the road sometime is True Crime. We could do a quarterly one. I wouldn't mind doing but another conspiracy theory. I will tell you, OJ had help and it was Marcus Allen. <laughs> <laughs> Why you gotta shit on fucking Marcus Allen like that? Bro, dude? Come on. Oh, fuck. He fucked OJ's so, wife too. Okay. So, so, so Big Cass, you're, you're uh, non-wrestling yeah, uh, yeah. favorite thing. Big Cass. Well, I'll give, let me give the Bam Margera answer. Whatever the fuck I want, right? Oh, jeez. But I try I try to really, like, I'm just, I'm just... I'm different. Like, I kind of find interest in a little bit of everything. Like, I have my actual hobbies. Uh, I've actually got my brother into, like, starting to play disc golf with me. I haven't got out as much, but, like, I used to play a lot of disc golf. I'll even regular golf. You know, I, I like to regular golf. I am also another sports guy, big time. And if you know me, you know, fucking green and gold until I'm dead and cold, brothers. Fucking A. And this motherfucker is the host of Talking Sports PWE. Woo! And. You know, like I said, I, I, I go into sports talk. I grew up, like, now I, I am a Detroit, Detroit sports fan. You know, even I have, I show some love for the Lions. I'm being a Packer fan, and I, if you've listened to Talking Sports, you've heard me defend the Lions before this season, saying I believe that they're going to have a good year. You know, they're going to, and that's they're besides not. the point. They're not. Listen. Super Bowl champs. Super Bowl champs. <laughs> Here it comes, give, baby. Give up Here on, it comes. People just give up four weeks in. When Look at the league this year. Yeah, how close How close it is. There's no runaways. There's no. There's not four teams that are undefeated. Anyways, I, I like I said, I go on all day. Me and Bernard could probably get them all. Once, talking, miles, once, once, once talking Sports comes back, we might have to have, have them on for discussion. Why yes. And... Especially really, all sports. Football. I could literally find interest in almost all sports. Like, I will watch fucking, dude, seven on seven rugby. I'll, I'll, I'll watch fucking curling. I love the Olympics. Absolutely love the Olympics. I fucking love curling. I will say one thing. No, no, no cricket, though. No cricket. No cricket. You don't know what crumpets are. You know, and I, I like all that stuff. I like to, you know. Dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. Dodge a ball. I could cook. Like a mofo? Fuck yeah, you can. I could just make some shit up, like, and, you know, and I like to do that. I enjoy doing that. Just Love me a big old fat steak for myself, man. And then, I don't know, man. Like, I just try to find, try to find fucking happiness and always, I like to have it be a party when we're, like, and you guys get a test. I always try to keep the mood up and light and happy, and I'm good at making buddies. I, anywhere we go, man, I have, uh, we will, I, I could talk, and that's why I said that, that was, that was the role I took on, it was never given to me. People still don't know who I, I just, am. I just network, I just network, 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 I, I'm, 
I'm going to tell you. Thanks, Dan. Oh, yeah. And we got wait till that part. <laughs> oh, joy. Oh, joy. All right. I know you got a couple and more questions for us. Yes. Yes, I do. Um, these are total random. Just fucking, I don't know. I just made them up real quick. So, Gooch, fly question. All-time wrestler. Name it. All-time favorite wrestler? Hands down, yeah. Indie or big time? All of it. All of it? Yep. I don't like the way that's questioned. Uh, well, you're not doing it. So I know. Shush. But I, don't that's know, I was always Team Extreme when I was a kid back in the Attitude Era days. So I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big Jeff Jeff Hardy guy. Ooh, big yeah. Jeff Hardy guy. Classic, classic. Love it. Good answer. Good answer. Good answer. Bernard. 1999 SummerSlam champ. Who was it? Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> you asked the fucking trivia god a fucking trivia question. <laughs> I don't know. No, that was the first time meeting him. To be fair, that was funny. I thought it was going to be a hard one, one, okay? I thought it was going to be a hard one. That was a good one. All right, you know what? The only thing I saw in my head was Highway to Hell with him and The Undertaker. So That's exactly what the match was, too. I'm like, okay, I saw the little skulls. Okay. All right, another one real quick. Who was Stone Cold Steve Austin's tag team partner when he first started out? Uh, it was uh, Brian Pillman. Okay. Moving on. Moving Hollywood on. Blonde. Hollywood Blondes. Yeah, I know, right? Hollywood Blondes. <laughs> that was good. He gave you an easy one on that one. <laughs> yeah, still, come on. No, I just had to. I just had to. I had to. Now, I got a tough one for Brokowski. Oh, great. And that's why I'm going to wait. Because <laughs> oh, I don't think he knows the answer to it because it's a tough oh, one, man. It's a, it's a real tough one. It's a real tough one. It's probably something he's already asked you and you didn't know the answer to. <laughs> Dan O'Mac. What's up? What was your first death match you went to? Don't. Horror Slam. Okay. Yeah, Horror Slam. I think the first. It's not the first death match I saw, but. My favorite death match you can was say that. MM3 and Jeff King. Oh, my God. That was a fucking classic, bro. You know, I forgot to thank MM3. MM3 is fucking amazing. He is, yeah. People yes. don't give him the credit. He's, one of the, pil- he's one of the pillars of Michigan. Shout out MM3. He fucking loves us. We love him. Fuck. Yeah, awesome. We love you, MM3. True, true, true. Brandon, name one person non-wrestling that you met at a wrestling show. I mean, do I go for the easy one? Like, no, someone that's like not in our circle, like a, a well, random person. That's not fair because like I just, <laughs> I literally just said I'm talking to kidding. everybody. You know, I don't want to say in my circle. Like, I'm trying I'm, to I'm think kidding. of limit the circles now. I mean. It, Uncle Ned, then I guess he's not in our circle. <laughs> That's not even his name. I'm pretty sure it's Paul. I think it's I, it is Paul. It is Paul. That's not even, okay. I mean, well, there's so many people, saying. you know, like we've that already was, mentioned Antonio Joe. I was going to say, I was going to say Donald Holland, but you know, you said not in our circle. I consider Don in our little circle. He's a good staff. He's a good guy. Shout out Don too. He's an awesome guy. Yeah. Um, buy Uncle Ned's, uh, art. Oh, he actually is a really amazing artist. I'm a marketing fucking genius. <laughs> yeah, no, you're just a marketer right everyone's now. Name and buy their stuff. <laughs> buy his art. <laughs> buy his art. I'm drunk. My my real question for Brandon was, um, what was your favorite, um, 
traveling show you went to? Out of state, in state, but one that like we had to travel more than like an hour or something to. Okay. That wasn't in our half an hour distance. Well, okay, I got one with the boys and then one without the boys. Uh, I'm going to say probably the very first one is my all-time favorite, the GCW trip. The the conversations, the the actual experience, like I said, it opened my eyes to like, bro, there's so much more than what I'm seeing, you know, because I was just, hold on, Dan. <laughs> It's not your turn. It was a cool experience. We had third row. We seen some of the dopest shit. You know, I got to fucking fist bump Matt Justice and got pictures with him. Shut up, Dan. And really, that was the first time, like, we seen RSP and Atticus Kogar yeah. tag against Justice and, and fucking um, uh, Light, Light, Beers and Light, Light Beers and Lariats. And, you know, I had no clue where those guys were. Fucking Myron Reed launching over the corner post like i have so many memories just from that show nick gage and nate webb yeah. you know thinking that was uh, like we've seen nate that was the first time to nate, say nate, nate fucking webb. give him Thank this you, moment Dan. and to think that me and broke house he actually got to hang out with him and spend a night fucking drinking with nate webb in a bar um can i say one thing when it's your turn <laughs> <laughs> and it's about this show though and then, like, I'll say one of my my second favorite road trips is I, I made with uh, with uh, Verdi, Dread King Logan. Uh, I'll sometimes travel with him to shows and shit like that. We've went to uh, Mr. Chainsaw and out west to Grand Rapids, out to um, IPW. Uh, I like them both for different reasons, you know, but I think the one to Kalkaska, like Kalkaska, that drive to Kalkaska is different, and it always seems to be bad weather every time we go. Nice. So... You know, love yeah, you know, me and Verdi have grown really close. If you know, you guys don't know, like he literally just, you know, he named his leg drop after me. So I feel very honored by that. Uh, anytime you see that leg drop, it's called the Big Caz. Remember that. All the rest of you, his homies, Dread King, my homeboy. Dread King's my homeboy. <laughs> All right. Uh, so those are, yeah, my favorite road trips. Love it, love it, love it. Gooch, I was going to ask you, what's your favorite anime? But I believe it's Black Clover. Oh, absolutely, yes. Black Clover. Correct, correct. I love it too. That shit's the bomb. That oh, or yeah. that or Tokyo Ghoul, man. It's really a toss up between. To- See, Tokyo Ghoul lost me at season two. Like they kind of faded away oh, and like an did their thing. It's, it's a life, you guys. It's a pretty cool show. It's fucking it, it, awesome. It's, gory, it's a culture. It's a culture. I'm not gonna diss on it, you know. Because like like we we like it. We like a culture a that people like to hate on. You can't do it, Dan. A lot of our that's guests, wrestling. People hate it. Just like you're like you're so confused by anime. That's one of my favorite things. To a talk lot about. of our guests actually. Love I don't. Anime. I don't know. I don't really care for it's it like myself. A solo. Do you know who likes anime? Shout out Solo. Hey, shout, shout out, out solo. solo. Yes, Solo. Get well, brother. Best wishes, well. brother. Yeah. Please. We're huge fans at Pro Wrestling Edge of Solo, but Solomon, shout out. Get better. Do what you need to do. If you come back, we love you. We're going to have you on. Fuck him, man. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. All right, here it comes. Don't ask me anything Brokowski. else. I'm not asking you nothing. You can, don't worry. He's going to answer sit, everybody else's questions. Sit in the corner. <laughs> sit in the corner. No, because I don't think anybody knows this one. Brokowski, what was your first 8x10 that you got Ooh, bought and signed? Um, I'm going to... 
I'm gonna say Jerry Lawler. Ooh. <laughs> Jerry, gonna, Jerry, I'm pretty sure I'm right on this. Nick the Gooch. And I'm one more time. Pretty sure Nick the Gooch. We're gonna be surprised, but it was a mysterious Movado, right? Because you bought it for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Okay. And then the first one that I paid for and bought was Raven. Raven was the first one when he came to Clash. Raven. I remember that one. That was dope as fuck. You that was a real cool show. So Do you know how many you have now? Oh, yeah. That's oh. a good question, too. How no, many? Yeah. No, you have so many he's, fucking 8x10s. He's got to he have at least, like, $4,000, if not more. On that wall. Fucking 8x10s. Yeah. And there's only, like, out of all of them, too, there's only, like, five or six of them that aren't, like, personal. personally, I met them and got them to sign it for mm-hmm. me. Like, my chin shoe liger. The NWO, which actually technically not. I might There's only one guy. Yeah, there's, uh, yeah. I posted this on Instagram. Rusty went to shit when Jushin Thunder Liger retired. Oh, dude, I definitely love that dude. He was one of my favorite masks. Fucking love Jushin Thunder Liger. When 8x10, there probably somebody wouldn't expect me that I would want, that I do want, is Psychosis and Juventu Guerrero are two oh, of my favorite wrestlers absolutely. of all time. I'm about to put you on the spot and give you heat. Uh, yeah, I'm not him. What uh, is your favorite yeah. 8 by 10 you had? That was, that was a cool <laughs> meet and greet, too. 8 by 10 that I had. Oh, that's, that's even hard for me to say. You met him. Brokowski is an 8 by 10 guy, just so everyone knows. <laughs> oh, you okay. met them, you had them sign an 8 We were by there, 10. too. Mm-hmm. Damn! Damn! <laughs> uh, no. uh, Bernard just showed it. That's really Ron a seven. tough one. Because oh, I don't... I don't... <sighs> favorite that I... I thought it would be his fucking Casanova. Ha <laughs> ha Well, it's, it's tied between those two. Casanova, Valentine, Adam Cole. Because both of them were super cool. I got to talk to Casanova for a very long time. He actually drew a picture on of it. He was my first interview, too, as being a host. Um, and Adam Cole, because it was totally a shock at how cool he was. And, like... Me and Jaybird met on, yep. and there was literally no line. So, like, we got like probably about forty-five minutes to an hour. We probably talked to Adam Cole. That was, was real really cool. cool. It that was, was when we went to yeah. Evolve, right? No, that one was, that was at when we went to Comic Con. Oh, yeah. Motor City at, Comic Con. Um, Kushida, Champa, and didn't you meet Riddle? Riddle? Yep. Oh, oh that was a fun fucking show too. Kushida. I forget. I always forget about I that love one, man. Kushida. Yeah. That was awesome. He's back in New Japan. Right? Yes. Yeah. Fuck, he's good. Yeah. So that was, yeah, those were cool. Probably the coolest meet and greets. Kevin Nash was also a really dope, dope meet and greet. Oh, yeah. Kevin Nash was sick. Yeah, I didn't even pay. And he's like, oh, dude, well, he's like, come on up, man. And I was like, oh, fuck. Because I took the picture of Brokowski and Kevin Nash. And he's like, come on, man, I want to talk to you guys. Then he's like, y'all smoke weed? He said it really like that too. Yeah, he did. Yes, he's got the cannabis. Yeah, Kevin Nash. This was before the cannabis came out. His cannabis line came out. He was like, oh, you know, I'm thinking I'm pretty sure I'm getting in. I'm going to have, you know, it's a jackknife something, he calls it. And we were like, I was like, oh, that's pretty dope, man. I was like, there's a shit ton of stores around here. He's like, yeah, I know. I've been around all day today, you know, <laughs> checking out the scenes, you know, downtown Detroit Rouge. It's like 10 shops on the street. Nine of them are all dispensaries. So, yep, <sighs> literally. Shit's but crazy. That's a pretty cool one. I mean, there's just a lot. Like, I was yeah. about to be your guys' favorite person in the entire world. I used to date a girl that managed one of the dispensaries in the e course. Didn't should, work out. 
Didn't you should out. make it work out then. I, it didn't work out. You it's should make it work out. <laughs> <laughs> talk it over. But, Just but talk it over. To end, the end, end the bird's nest, is there any questions you guys want to ask me? Nothing perverted, Dan. God damn. Who's your favorite wrestler? <laughs> As of right now, it's Adam Cole. That's who I met. That's He's my first 8 by 10 I was geeked as a little girl to see him, honestly, man. I told him all kinds of shit. I watched him on his Twitch stream. Chugs for life, man. That shit is oh, I, fucking awesome. I have a question, and it's not oh, just for you. Because, I mean, you asked generally. Oh, we are an independent wrestling podcast. You know. Mm-hmm. Who's your in- favorite independent wrestler? Oh, man, that's always such a tie. Mm. It's always so hard to think of. Like, all these guys are great. Honestly, it's yeah, and this is no shade to anybody, but it's just yeah, it's no shade at all. Everybody knows, like just, people know us, like you know. <sighs> there's so many people I want to say, but this is gonna be a question for everybody. I want everybody to answer, even myself. Personally, I, you know what, I'm just gonna go with it, yeah, because he's awesome and he's dope. Uh, I'm going with Forever Young, man. I thought like the first time I seen him, I was like, "Oh, who's this guy coming out with a freaking shout out, killing the business?" Yeah, baby. like literally, dude. Max like I was like, "Who's this guy coming out? He's gonna do the selfie thing." I'm like, "Okay, whatever." And then he got in the ring, and I was like, "This boy's good, man." I have a question for like, you. Like he is good. This is non wrestling related. Oh, thank God. How am I get it? <laughs> dream, dream vacation. Oh, Australia, Australia. You wanna go fight a kangaroo? Yes, I and find a shark and. What are the Check red, out red, stripe, red stripe spider? There. Yeah, red stripe spiders. You oh, all that, dude. All somebody that. with you to video you fighting the kangaroo. <laughs> because, hey, no. Just meet up with Joel. Meet yeah, up meet Joel. up with Joel. I'll have I'll Joel Bateman. We fucking love yeah. Joel Bateman. Joel Bateman. Go do it. Go do it. Go do it. Shoot Cage match. Kangaroo. Yeah, I'll shoot Chug. Oh, my God. Nick the Gooch. I said. Nick the Gooch. So, I'm sure most of y'all in this room know who my favorite wrestler is, but, you know, the whole story behind it is, like Dan mentioned before, um, I was in a really bad accident a few years ago, and I, I, uh, you know, I had bought some merch from this guy, and he caught wind of me being in this accident, and out of the graciousness and the goodwill of his huge fucking heart. This man sent me free merch, sent me, you know, get well soon card. Frogun. Frogun will forever, ever be my favorite wrestler just because of that that gesture right there. You know, I was in a bad spot at that time, and when he came out and did that, oh my goodness, man. I seen him at the next BCWA. I gave him the biggest fucking hug, and I sat there and talked to him forever and told him thank you so many times. When we interviewed Frogon, he is one of the most genuine people that you'll ever meet. Outside of wrestling, that is why he did that for you. Oh, and I absolutely love that guy. I've got even. I even went out. I printed a picture that uh, he took with me and my daughter that hangs on that will hang on my wall forever. Brokowski. Brokowski. Well, it's tough to follow up that story. <laughs> <laughs> Probably a surprise that. to most to some of you, I'll but Gooch <laughs> might be the only one to know this. But GQ, Gavin Quinn, 
he was the first indie star that caught my eye, and I was like, dude, that guy is fucking badass. It was at our very first class wrestling wrestling show we went to. When they were running out at uh, Taylor Town. Yep, they were in Taylor Town. I think Dane just almost burned the house down. He just holy shit! He don't just, don't hold it against yourself. He just don't put it on top of the other cardboard. It's gonna catch. Yeah, put it out. The fire alarm's All about right. to go yeah, off, dude. Put it in the he turned both the burners oh, on. <laughs> Are we still recording? We're good. Okay, we're fire alarm's okay, about to go off. Okay. Technical difficulty. Folks. Sorry about that. Open the door. Dan almost burnt his new house down. <laughs> Thank you, Bernard. <laughs> Saving the day. I've never even noticed it. But yeah, but definitely, uh, GQ, Kevin Quinn, he just retired. We were there for his retirement uh, match and ceremony there at the Clash Kid Forum. He's back. And yes. Yep, he is he back. He is back. He is back. Two and, beers left. And uh, I'm uh I'm glad to see him back, and I can't wait to see him uh, see him live again. It's been a while since I've been there. Just a heads up, you might be able to see uh, an upcoming feud between uh, the Lotus and, uh, um, oh my God, Halal Beefcake here soon in Clash. Little incident at the last show where yeah, they tried to come out and help out Halal Beefcake, but it ended up not working out for him. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, episode 200 is getting lit in this bitch. Literally. Great answer. You know, yeah, I didn't expect that from you, Brokowski. I honestly thought, you know, like, you know, I've known you, you know, Casanova Valentine, I know, is high on that list. Neil Diamond Cutter, fucking Nate Webb. He was only in the match for, like, literally 30 seconds. Who was this entrance that won me over? Brokowski. <laughs> it's not the 200 if I don't burn the fucking house down. <laughs> Bernard. Uh, who, uh, well, I'm going to piggyback off uh, Nick the Gooch. Um, so the story behind that one is, uh, so the fro gun was actually the guy I first, that was the first pitch I got to come on to the show. Dan was like, we'll see if you can get him. And uh, ever since then, he's been a really cool guy. Um, you know, like I say, he's one of the nicest guys you can ever meet. Um, real down to earth, real genuine, as Dan mentioned. Real humble person. And uh, he can talk with the best of them. Oh, yeah. Love his promos. You've got the time to sit down with him, too. He'll talk your ear off, man. Yeah. And side note, him and my father are almost identical twins. <laughs> 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 I told him that once. He was like, really? Maybe he gets a secret life that you don't know about. <laughs> yeah. Dano Mac. One thing I'm good at on this podcast is putting people over. Oh, Jesus. So currently, my favorite independent wrestler is TJ Meyer. I love him. TJ no. puts in work. He busts his ass. And I said this on the Flophouse preview show. Once, Hotch, Price, and then 3 and Tommy get signed big deals, TJ is going to be one of the next pillars of Michigan independent wrestling. Oh, there's no doubt about that. TJ Meyer is the fucking real deal. If you don't know it yet, you better learn it. TJ Meyer is my favorite fucking independent wrestler right now. And Dan has said that from when TJ was just starting out. So that's, that's been a long time coming. Yeah. TJ is special. He, he understands what he needs to do, and, and 
he is going to be one of the future pillars of, of this state. Yep. Yeah, I expect that. Big cast Honestly. uses uh, yeah. Okay, so next question. Yeah, no, I was gonna go. I was gonna just. I was gonna add to that little TJ thing, you know. But you made me forget. You know, this was like sorry, the second sorry, version of sorry. TJ more recently. This guy's been yeah, putting in a lot of work. He, he's been putting in a lot of work. He shows up and puts in. You know, a lot of people will give him this. He gets the recognition, but it's not really out there. So you know, he goes and he helps set up on shows that he will never. You know, he knows he's not going to be on that day, just for that chance. And look, he got that moment at Harpo's. You know, he was in that deathmatch fucking battle rumble. And he caught some light tubes for what? Mickey, he got, you know. Pondo. He, Pondo, yeah. Like, he, 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 I'm trying to remember Harpo's. Oh, Give me a second. Like, I'm trying to really remember. I remember being there. <laughs> I don't. I do not. <laughs> go back IWTV. has no idea about Harpo's. But, you I know. gone after match one. <laughs> so I can answer it. Yes. Yes, Jay Bird, my favorite wrestler, is the Dread King Logan. <laughs> All right. Good answer. Good answer. I mean, you kind of ruined the moment. Thanks, jerk. Good answer. <laughs> All right. I love it. Well, so, Brokowski? I got one. Cooch? So, um, out of everybody that you guys have seen coming out recently, who have been some of your guys' favorite rookies? Ooh. And we know a lot of the guys that we see coming out of the House of Truth. Daniel S- Mack? Yeah, his hand is about to rip off. Hands down, no disrespect to anyone else, Ryan Matthias is going to be an absolute fucking star I, in I this independent wrestling business. Absolutely. I have nothing else to say. Good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I was going to take it. I, Well, we had mentioned him earlier, and I had said this from right when that graduating class came out and started having matches. It was solo for me. Absolutely. He was my favorite. I even told the kid that. I'm like, you're my, you know, one of my favorites. He, And it's kind of weird because you guys, I'm always a fan of the big guys. I like the big guys, the big strong guys, especially if they could do high-flying shit. Like, then, but... <laughs> Solo, he does. I Trey just, Jacobs. Solo, I just like his high flying moves. You could tell he had his heart in the game, and he's a learner, you know. And so, I said, I hope he comes back. Yeah. But man, it's hard. That whole class, like, it was so hard to pick. Yeah. If I, if you gotta go by like people that are actually getting out there and doing the traveling and is most well known. Lorenzo. He's up there. Oh, he's a, he's up there. I but. All up, all up. I was gonna say Brutus. You guys are taking my fucking answers right now. I was gonna say, I already said uh, Forever's my favorite guy, and yes, he still is a great up and coming rookie. He is going somewhere. He's putting in everything. He's doing more than just being in the ring. He's going outside. He's killing the business, which is just getting more and more. It's going up. Like it's he's he's working it, and he's doing great at it. But I I am gonna say Brutus is also. I say like. He the first time we seen him enter that ring, it was like, who the fuck is this guy, and where the hell is he coming from? Mm-hmm. He just threw everything for a loop, and I whatever he's got a great, great gig going for him. He's barefooted, biting mm-hmm. people, headbutting shit to get it psyched, and eating boogers, like, eating boogers, slamming. He, he made an immediate impact yeah, on he, the scene, a big when, impact. When he came on the podcast, LJ had to. Lend him a cell phone mm. 
to come on the yeah. podcast uh, from LJ the swamps because LJ was his vet. his vet on wrestling with the vet. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. yeah. So I will. I have both of those guys, but yeah, Brutus is also an up and coming star that I see making it, and he's he's he brings a whole another change to the game. What about you, Brokehouse? Uh, definitely. I mean, after everybody said those, I'm going outside of the House of Truth and one of UCW students, Nikki Ratu. Um, I really like that kid. He's young. He's upcoming. He gets his mind right. He gets a great character. I mean, he gets the face paint, the look. The he's kind of like a um, like a demon possessing a human. Like legit, that's what he looks like. Yeah, I remember but, uh, his in ring work. It just gets better every single show, day by day by day. He's better. His promos are pretty good. He's only done a few, but he puts a lot of effort into them and a lot of work and different angles in them it's pretty sweet i, I think nikki ratu is going to be somebody yeah. out of ucw that's going to make a name around the plate oh, he's making his iwr debut yeah, at the yeah, end of this month an iwr show yeah he's yeah. fighting rod lee i believe it is when we first saw him we said he's got to have darby allen influence yeah yeah darby allen is so unique nikki ratu is so unique you just some you, you don't see at every show. A lot yeah. of shows you can see kind of see or footprints of other people, but with him it's something totally different, totally new. I really, really fuck with that. What about you, Bernard? I know you've, you've been dealing with a lot of family time and whatnot lately. Is there anybody that you know of or any uh, rookies that you'd like to see anytime soon? Well, I'd like to see them all when I get a chance to, but um, um, I watched a couple videos. Of, of mostly pretty much all you guys are talking about. Um, don't know too much about them, but I wish all of them good luck, and uh, I'll be checking you out. I'll be watching. Well, I, I hope to do trivia on you one day. <laughs> we'll have to get Dion back for uh, another guest spot so we can get some trivia spots going for this. But um, I'm going to ride along with Dan and um, go with uh, Ryan's tag partner, his graduating partner, KJ. Yeah. The dude is absolutely athletic as fuck. He's another one of these high-flying guys that you like to see. And uh, he impressed me at this one uh, Metro Pro show. Went up to the top balcony. Just big he cross won the metro. He, he won, won the Heritage title. He won the Heritage show. title in a, in a triple threat match with Hotch and uh, Adam Wick. That was a mind-blowing match right yeah, there. But he is, he is, as of right now, my, my top rookie. And that's a fucking shoot. <laughs> Rokowski, you got anything? He already yeah, said I his. Already did. No, no, I mean any questions. Oh. Oh, any questions? Birds, you yeah. did say you oh, had one. We're still in the bird's nest right no, now. I didn't. Still in the no, bird's no, nest. Did I say her? Yeah, no, right before. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> Bernard, you got any questions? No, no, okay, okay, okay. All right, come back to me. I know what it is now. Thank God I didn't want to go to Dan on that. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We got to hurry up and get to the points here before we get to that three-hour mark. Because once he takes the mic, it's done for. But um, what's, what do you guys, what's your favorite TV show, right. Gooch? TV show or movie? Shit, TV show? I don't know. I, I'm big in the show uh, called Disenchantment right now. By the creator of The Simpsons. Okay, yeah, yeah, it's definitely on uh, Netflix. Netflix yeah. yeah, I've seen season it's, it's, it's one. It's definitely a funny one to watch. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. That's also uh, Futurama, too, that uh, played a part in that. Yeah. Okay. Bernard, what you got? Uh, 
I'm into the Marvel stuff right now. Um, been I love that. Been watching She-Hulk here lately, and uh, Mighty Ducks Game Changers back on, so kind of watching some of that stuff yeah i haven't caught game changers yet but i did watch uh she i have been watching she hawk it's been pretty good pretty good dan what you got real quick so i don't watch tv okay but, then but movie, <laughs> hey, movie. it's about to come out i am a huge don't huge fan of the halloween series yeah. i cannot wait okay. for halloween ends okay. lord stroud is gonna fucking die michael myers lives forever yeah, I like Halloween, the Halloween yeah. movies. Those are definitely dope. H2O was the bomb. Big Cass, what you got? Man, I, I'm i kind of a, what do they call it, like a cinephobe or whatever, you know? I, I think that's the right thing. You don't really go out to the theater. Do you get scared well, of the I, well, I, I don't want to say it. Like, Barry, hey, Barry on HBO Max, that show is absolutely fucking golden. Uh, um... I love the classics. Like, you know, I'll go back and watch The Office or Community. I love, I love The Office. Uh, Bob's Burgers. It's always a go-to, you know. And then I'll, I'll get into, like, I like a lot of the true crime or just documentaries in general. Uh, OJ! <laughs> like, my, my stuff fairy. I watch a lot of different stuff, you know. Ancient Aliens, you know, I believe in a... a good one. I, yeah, that, that, like I said, we, Conspiracy cool. Theory fucking podcast. I go all day. I, I dig that. I dig that on the same way. I like that shit. <laughs> I I thought he was gonna say Golden Gore. You know, uh, Mama's Family. That's funny. You know, I remember. We grew up watching. That. Yeah, we grew up watching Mama's Family. Jerry, what what about you? What could you recommend Tell to our viewers? Recommend? I got I got a list, bud. <laughs> I just I just finished watching. It's a it was first season come out ten episodes. Um, Cyberpunk. That was bomb, dude. I'm Watch it. Watch it. That was bomb. Really good one. Um, uh, I should have pulled up my list. <laughs> but there's... um, fucking watches. I yeah. love it. Uh, Black Clover Season 4 is about to drop. On Funimation? Or yeah. is that going to be on? Uh, Crunchyroll. 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 <laughs> Everyone's got bad experiences with that. But mine is great, and I love it. <laughs> Um, Bastard, that's a great show. It's um Bastard, uh heavy metal. It's like this, f- it's it's cool anime. Um, I I just Berserker. started watching this uh the Transformers. They got one on Netflix, and it's fucking actually pretty cool. I was pretty. You watch it? Yeah, dude, love it. I was like, dang man, I was just watching it because I wanted to put something on, and it ended up being sweet. Um, there's a uh, check out all the Bastard or um. Brisk, that's a good one. Oh no, Tekken. Tekken just came or uh, has been out for a minute. Tekken? Yeah, yeah, and it goes by the video game that's too. That's pretty cool. Actually. It's that total crazy storyline, but like when they're fighting, they they do the same like power up, and when they punch them, it looks that's it's pretty just cool. That's like pretty Tekken. cool. We'll have to check that those was, out. Uh, that was for real me, cool. I definitely would have to say probably <laughs> it's gonna go. Yeah, you're done. You gotta. I see you over there scrolling. Oh, like, you got like <laughs> six pages. I'm good. No, He's please cut me off. Yeah, please cut me off. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I had to give you some part. I'm like, okay, the, the first two pages was okay. After the third one, we got to stop there. Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I've been watching Rings of Power. Rings of Power lately on Amazon Prime. I absolutely love that show Episode right now. Episode six was fire. Yes, it has turned out to be really good. It's a pre- prequel to like Lord of the Rings and Hobbits. Uh, those movies. 
Uh, he's Dan don't got no Dan don't got no taste in good theater. No, he doesn't. He, all he likes is true crimes. This is the dumbest OJ, show in the world. OJ, man. OJ, <laughs> But no, Rings of Power and Amazon Prime is definitely dope. Uh, as y'all know, I'm Star Wars nut, so Andor has actually turned out to be a pretty cool series. Uh, if you can get over the fact of they really don't reference old Star Wars in it, so it makes it better. Fuck Star Wars. Uh, Fuck you, Dan. Dan's a little bitch who just has no class in theater. That is all. Nothing at all. <laughs> but no, I mean, does anyone else got no questions? Always, I'm going to let Jaybird give out the question for the Combat 1 ticket giveaway. Dan, shut up. Don't say anything, man. I, <laughs> like, for real. <laughs> It's a good one. It's a good one. It's a good one. Just so everybody knows. All right. Question. And don't forget, you got to like, subscribe. Um, Yeah, to win the tickets, you have to like and follow us. Obviously, you're listening to the episode, so you did that. You have to like, follow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook for Combat One. And that's Combat One on Facebook, Combat One on Twitter, Combat One Official on Instagram. And Twitter, and you have to share the event page on Facebook. Combat Damn. One, we are one October 28th. Jordan, hit us with it. Question is who won trivia? Oh, damn, I already forgot that, to be honest with you. I remember. Don't know, Dan, <laughs> shut up. Don't, don't say you're anything, get, You're about to get an open mic here in a little while. I'm yeah. going to take a nap here, so give us yeah. get a second here. Don't, no hints, no nothing. <laughs> I'll wait till my open mic. Yeah. But, yeah, hit us up in our DMs if you remembered who won. If not, go back re-listen yep. to find out who won the wrestling trivia. Which is a really good question. Really good question. Because I, I feel bad. I'm kind of sour that I lost that, to be honest. You should be. You lost. You but anyway, you should be. back to that. You just gave game. him one in a five chance to win. You said you didn't win. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. That's still the question. It's good. That's Dang, fine. Moving if they were on. paying attention, they would have already known that I was wrong to begin with. Uh, but again, but. to win these pair, I mean... You have to like and follow Pro Wrestling Edge on all our social medias. You have to slide in our DMs and let us know who won Wrestling Trivia after you follow Combat One on Facebook, Combat One Official on Twitter and Instagram, and then on Facebook, share the event page, Combat One, We Are One, October 28th at the Elite Sportsplex in Waterford, Michigan. Doors will be at 6.45, and this is going to be an awesome, awesome show. Two tickets for free. Yes. For two pairs. Two pairs. Two, two pairs. pairs. You don't win the first pair. You can win the second pair. So That's you, it. You and your There's homie still a chance. can go see Combat 1. Yeah. You can go see the likes of the ECW legend Rhino, Bullet Club's own Chris Bay, Impact's Cody Diener, Impact's top-notch Jason Hotch. Jason Hotch. You know, I mean, they got multiple NWA stars that'll be there. Your local favorites. It's, it's going to be Midwest scum. Midwest scum. Awesome it's going to be big one. It's going to be sweet. And this, this has been an awesome, awesome show that we've been kicking on right now. Dan almost burned the house down. And I'd like, I'd like for us to get a little sentimental right here. And oh, we're going to go ahead and save Dan for last. But we're going to give our peace. Let's you, let, let the people know, you know, how you feel about them. If there's anybody in particular you want to thank, now's the time. Big Kaz, I'm going to let you have the mic. Well, I'm pretty sure we're all going to, you know, kind of say the same thing. So I'm going to try to make it quick. 
all the listeners that keep listening, that keep voting for this Wrestler of the Month thing that we, we started up this year, which we've had so much fun doing. Uh, thank you for keep listening. I hope you guys win the tickets, whoever it is. Um, special shout outs to like a lot of people and if i you know don't say your name it doesn't mean i forgot about you we meet so many people at the shows but like people that i've grown close to you know hard cam frio antonio frio and that family jamie atlas and you know and drake uh done a lot of stuff with them um you know joe elkins he's always around at these shows he's always a good bud and always coming up and saying hi and he listens and loves our stuff you know greg caton we're gonna have him on in a couple weeks. You know he's been putting in he's been putting in work. Uh, Nick mentioned, yeah, Nick mentioned the stuff at the Horror Slam show earlier. Uh, I don't know if he knows. Like I went outside and talked to Greg and had him get Jeff King for me. I didn't know anything how to line that up. I was just like, I don't even know who this guy is. I'm like, do you know how I do this? But anyways, Greg, uh, Don Holland and the Holland family. Uh, we're PWE is part of a movement of you know we want to promote the good and the positive people and get rid of all this trash and i'm going to get a little hard spoken there's a lot of trash around a lot of negative shit and a lot of people that claim to care that as soon as something happens they throw out that care and rather go for hate and go and spite and start attacking people uh we're not down with that not here at pwe uh all these people that i talk about is not down with it yes and they could suck it uh donald holland and the holland family they have been such a pleasure they've put their money where their mouth is yes don might be very opinionated and loud but it's for the good you know um we love don yes yes we do Uh, every promotion you know that we we go to that puts on these shows and every athlete and wrestler that comes out there and pours their hearts out for when we're there that's why we scream and lose our voices i've cracked my hands to where they've bled i've clapped so much um jesus there's so many people you know uh brain jerk entertainment you know we leaked up with them and became pretty much like a family with those guys going down to iwr and like we've that's opened up a whole nother venue you know down there the dev project devin rucker you know uh and then you got nate thompson uh i got to be an extra in one of his movies because of you know that's how we met going through this and you know i'm happy to say that i've been at both premieres and get involved with as much as we possibly can um uh, joseph schwartz and randy west i love you guys chris kohlenberg i love you man i'm glad you're getting better i seen your post today rpw is making a comeback and we know it's going to be huge and you know you have a home here um Justin Kyle, love that guy too. That guy makes you feel at home every time you see him. Love that guy. Uh, so many people, you know. Dread King Logan, I love you, dude. Verdi, Holly, that whole family. Isla Colton, those guys are awesome. Uh, Zach Thomas, man, I did not like you when I first seen you. <laughs> that's true. That's Sin- Cincinnati, Cincinnati. Listen, that, that's not because I didn't like him at that. No, when he first came around, I didn't. I didn't know, you know, what he was about. But he came around horror slam during those undisclosed shows. Uh, but you grow to like people, and he's become one of my favorites. And I love that guy too. Uh, DMac, you know, Darren McCarty. Big special thanks to him. Uh, he actually lined up a pretty big interview for us, you know, a couple months ago. Love D-Man. You know, he D-Man. sent Circle Six our way. Um, 
he's been on the show several times and anytime you see him at a show like he's always welcoming and uh we're we're part of that family and tree right there you know uh everybody even the ones that we boo in the ring you know i know you'll hear a lot of hate from us towards dta and tommy vendetta and all but it's part of the show, right? You know, we want to be part of the storyline. We believe in hey. kayfabe, even though even though we know we know a lot of things and whatever and whatnot. And you know, it's still real to me, damn it. Damn straight. But you know, it's real. I love it. We'll keep on going. I hope you guys keep listening to these interviews we're doing. Yeah, that was very short and very sweet. Right, well, Big cast. You get the thinking. You know? well, no, I uh, we all 100 percent agree on that. And if there's anybody we missed. You're not missed in our hearts. We love you guys. It's amazing. Like, talking to everybody, hanging out with everybody, it's beyond a blast. Like, so much. Uh, here's something fun. Everybody's sad. Everybody's depressed. Life's hard. One thing I never talk about is that I'm sad and depressed. And wrestling is something that fucking opened me up and... Like, without these five gentlemen around me, not excluding you, but still, <laughs> love you, Bernard. Um, it's amazing, the feeling I get to hang out with these guys, to party with everybody. You guys really opened up a door for me, like, helped me get over so many things, so many things. It's crazy. There's a list of stuff I could say, but I just, yeah, why everybody to know all you guys all you wrestlers anybody who's a listener right now even i haven't ever met you like just the fact that you guys are listening like that's holds such a place in my heart it's crazy it's really crazy what wrestling does and how it helps people how it helps everybody it's it's a beautiful thing and i love it and i love all everybody there all the fans everybody who's whoever's hooting and hollering and whoever i'm yelling at across the place you know your guy sucks, my guy rocks, whoever, anything. I, I, There's no hard feelings. I love it. It's such a fun commodity. It's such a fun time. It's a blast. And, yeah, that's shit. Love you guys. Love everybody. Gooch. <laughs> First and foremost, I got to thank Dan and uh, Bernard, you know, for bringing us on and giving, giving us our shots with all of this because without them, we would just be, you know, the normal fans in the crowd hooting and hollering you know we'd be one another one of you guys listening to this podcast and without them i wouldn't have the chance to get over my fear of speaking and now i have all of you guys listening to my dumb ass on this fucking podcast and stuttering and getting all nervous and shit then to piggyback definitely off of what uh jay bird said man that, that this is a community where we're supposed to be a family man we're supposed to be here and having fun entertaining and being entertained there's there's no need for any any unnecessary drama unless it's part of the storyline guys we're here to have fun we're here to be a family so let's just keep it like that man one big old family one world right amen to that Bernard so I just want to take this time to say uh, wrestling has brought everybody here to the table. Our love for, our passion for, what we do, how we see it. It's a community, it's a family. The bonds you build, the relationships you build, the things you see over time, the impact it have not only on the person, 
I mean, during COVID, you know, having these shows and bringing people together. And, you know, those are the things that <clears throat> tie everybody together. And I just see the flourish, you know, of the podcast. And, you know, I love you guys for that. Keeping it going, doing what you're doing, expanding it, meeting more people, doing more things. And, and that's really important. And, and all the relationships we built along the way from start up until now. Um, I think that's awesome. I think it's excellent. And to the people who've been with Pro Wrestling Ant since day one, thank you too. Thank you as well. All the promoters, so many of the name. Thank you for giving us the opportunity to do what we do and get our name out there and to do the things that we love to do and, and help us promote you and do the things that you love to do. And I think that's also important as well. Um, Big Cass, Jay Bird, Nick the Gooch, Jay Rock, Brokowski. Brokowski. No, I'm saying. <laughs> and you guys are awesome. Uh, I still listen to you guys. You guys have done some wonderful things, as I said. Dan O'Mac. Um, Appreciate you for bringing me on and, and being a part of that journey. Um, just keep it going, guys, because uh, 500 episodes, I'll be back. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hopefully we'll get you on a uh, time or two before then, buddy. I know. I'd like to see you know more of these trivia nights. Maybe yeah, every once here, in a no, while. Yeah, that was a blast. A, a monthly or bi-monthly something Speaking like that. Trivia, Josh, a little birdie told me that you like trivia. So with my blessings, bro, I'm now passing the torch on to you. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, then we'll have we'll have the uh, the trivia tri- in on, in honor of Mr. AKA. We will have the trivia night. We'll start working that into the show. Let's That's dope. Josh. Yeah, Josh. do that. So I want to thank pretty much, I mean, like, everybody that everybody already previously thanked, you know, wrestling-wise, and uh, a lot of friends, a lot of people have helped us go through this, but especially I want to thank the five of you because, I mean, without you guys, none of this would even be happening. I wouldn't be here right now. Uh, I go to a lot of these shows just to hang out with you guys most of the time, like, even if it's a card that I know is going to be that great, I'm going to still go because, hey, I'm going to get to hang out with you guys that day, you know, <clears throat> and get a lot of good entertainment. But it's one of the things that wrestling has done for me was keep me close to the most important people in my life. Um, obviously, Dan and Bernard started this whole thing. They they planted the seed that sprouted into the first brick tree in podcasting. Uh. And, you know, I, I just, everybody along the way, I mean, I kind of want to start naming people, but I don't think I'd be able to shut up and not stop naming people. But, I mean, thank you for everybody listening. I mean, especially our listeners. I mean, when you guys come up to us at shows and recognize us and be like, hey, are you... Brokowski pro wrestling edge you big like that's that's pretty cool like I used to go to these shows wanting to meet people and excited to see people and now these people I'm excited to see are kind of coming up to me before I even get to come up to them and introduce myself you know it's it's a pretty pretty cool feeling pretty cool feeling for somebody who has nothing to do with wrestling at all other than this show right here and I was real honored when Dan wanted me to be the host. 
I was like, sweet, that's kind of cool, but it got me out of my shell, you know, I ramble on a lot, and I definitely have my stupid catchphrases that curse me. <laughs> In good ways. In and good I, ways. I sometimes stumble, oh, I not sometimes, I always stumble over words, and you guys keep listening to me, and I really like that, and I love each and every one of you. I love each and every one of you, the listeners, and... Let's go ahead and pass it on over here to Dan. Oh, here we go. So, I knew you guys would thank everyone possible in addition to who I already thanked. So, I knew when I talked, I was going to talk to you five. I'm going to get emotional. I've been drinking, so I'm going to get emotional when I say this. Jordan, you have come leaps and bounds since you started with this podcast. I know you hate the guy, but you are our Pat McAfee. (laughs) It's true, it's true. You bring everything outside of wrestling to this podcast, which is what we needed. And we we wouldn't have hit 200 episodes without that outside of wrestling influence on this podcast. So... There's times where you've pissed me off. There's times <laughs> that I've said, I love you, Jordan. But I just want to tell you that you joining this podcast was one of the best decisions I've made. Thank you for accepting that. And thank you for continuing to be yourself and not conforming to us marks <laughs> and becoming a mark and being yourself. Nick the Gooch. I've known you since you've been this high. A little kid. I think of you as a little brother. We have had fights. We have had times where we've been on the best of terms. But I will let you know that whatever you've been through in your life, whatever you've been through personally... I've never said this to you to this moment. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of where you've come since you've had your problems. I'm proud of you where you've come in this podcast. You were so shy when you started. You wouldn't speak. And where you are now is leaps and bounds over where you started. And I'm going (laughs) to genuinely tell you this, and I'm looking in your eye. I think of you as a little brother. Everything that you do, everything that you've done wrong, everything that you've done right, I've been watching. And again, I'm proud of you. I appreciate it, buddy. Bernard, seven years, you have been one of my closest friends. Seven years ago, or three years ago, we started this. We put in hours of talking about what we were going to do for this. We put in hours of what we wanted this vision to be. Listeners, the vision that me and Bernard had is not yet happened. And I'm telling you, I'm promising you it's going to happen. I think of you as a brother... I think of you as someone that we've been through so much together. 
the passing of your dad. I'm going to say one thing. I was the only motherfucker that came to his dad's funeral. Came to his dad's visitation. So anyone else that claims to be his friend, fuck you. Maybe I'm a little drunk and I shouldn't have said that. Bernard, you know what you mean to me. We have shared things in our lives that we haven't shared with anyone else. You will always be my brother. You will always be Pro Wrestling Edge. You have an open invite. Whenever you want to join an episode, to join an episode. This friendship that we have will continue till my last breath. I don't know if there's anyone that has been through things with me that you've been through. Thank you for your friendship. Thank you for being open and honest to me about your life. I love you. You're my brother. No matter what happens, you are Pro Wrestling Edge. Whether you're on this episode every day or not, every week, you are Pro Wrestling Edge. Brokowski. When I first met you, I don't even know if we really connected. As time went on, I saw something in you. I saw your passion for independent wrestling. I saw your passion for this podcast. And I'm going to say something that I've never said before in front of people. I think I've told you. You have more passion for this podcast than I have. Making you host of this podcast is the best decision I've ever made in my entire life. Not to do with this podcast, not to do with independent wrestling. The best decision I've made in this life. I've been divorced twice. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly more times than that. But. Decision to make you the host of this podcast supersedes any decision I've made in my life. I didn't think this would happen. Along with these two people, I consider you my best friend. Thank you. I appreciate that. You have taken this podcast farther than I could ever take it as the host. Thank you. Till my last breath, along with this man, Bernard, right here. I'm internally grateful for you. Thank you. I appreciate that. I mean, I definitely wouldn't be podcasting if it wasn't for you because I've had no faith in myself whatsoever in hosting. I kept this one to last because it's the hardest one I'm going to do. You were 12, I was 14. We lived in Meadowbrook Estates. Trailer park, fucking ghetto. <laughs> well, we, there was another ghetto, Will Green. We were upper lower class. <laughs> we were upper lower class. We had an interest, a similar interest in sports. 
And the fat boys. And the fat boys. <laughs> you became part of the older crowd because of your love for sports, because of your athleticism. You were always included with my brother and my cousins because you had the same passion for sports as we had. That drew our friendship. As time went on, as we got older, I smoked my first joint <laughs> with you <laughs> in Fado's car. Jimmy Coyne roy- rolled the fucking joint and fucking, what's that called when he blows the shit in my mouth? Shotgun. shotgun. <laughs> he shotgunned me. I, I hope it's called shotgun. I really hope it was a shotgun. <laughs> he blows his shit in my mouth. <laughs> what did you guys do in that car? I knew Fado was a bad Let's guy. Keep going. I knew Fado was Fado a bad guy. Fado was part of our crew, but also Jimmy Coyne. I, I can't say... Jimmy Coyne kept us entertained, but something happened in our group between me and you, between taking you to the east side, Shauna, Donna, whoever, (laughs) the twin, the twin with the big old titties that you were dating, big old titties, big old titties you were dating. At 14 years old. My daughter listens to our podcast. <laughs> easy, easy. I took, you, I took you to the east side. We spent so much time together. Klaus's first of many weddings. I don't know how many he's on now. He's only, had, he's only been married two times. Yeah. But Klaus's first wedding to spending time at my house... The chick that flipped the ottoman or the recliner. Do you remember that one? Do you remember that one, buddy? The chick that flipped the recliner that was totally not what I was interested in. But she was there because she wanted me, which I had zero clue why. But all the times we had together. And then I moved away. We lost contact. Quite a bit of time. We've we've told this story. Wrestling brought us back. Clash Wrestling. They announced who buys pre-sale tickets. Dan Brewer. You're like, fuck, that's Dan. Well, no, you walked right past me, and I didn't even, honestly, I didn't recognize you. Well, according to Jordan, you was like, well, who's this homeless man? No, no, no. On a note, real quick, real quick. But honestly, I think we were wrapped up. Dan was standing next to me in line. We're all against the wall. Dan was standing next to me in line. And this is a fun fact. Next to your homeless thing. All, the whole time I'm standing in line is... It's not a fun fact. Who in the fuck is this guy that keeps staring at I'm me? I'm not homeless. <laughs> you. So that's how I first met Dan. Dan. Yeah. So just all of that and coming back together, I we've... From childhood to adulthood, we have been through so much together. The memories that we share as children, the memories we share as adults, and the time that we spent together, the conversations we've had. You've recently stayed at my house. There is nobody in this life that I can say I've shared more with with my life than you. You are my best friend regardless if you feel the same way or not you are my best friend 
I will go to the end of Earth for you. The fact that you joined this podcast and the growth I've seen you made from the moment you joined till now. Listeners might not know this. Brandon is one of the best fathers I've ever seen in my life. Hands down. His children love him more than I've seen anyone love another person. He is so giving. He is so loving. And Brandon wants to make everyone happy. He has talked about it earlier where he's the jokester, wants to keep everybody happy, set everyone life. You want to make everyone's life better. And the problem that brings is sometimes your life doesn't become better. My wish for you, my goal for you in life is that you receive all the happiness that you deserve, all the happiness that you want, and everything in life that needs to come to someone who would give the shirt off their back when they don't have a dime in their pocket to someone else. That's Brandon Kaz Lucas. I love you. You are my brother, regardless of blood, regardless of anything that's happened in our life. There is nothing more I want in this world is to see Brandon Kaz Lucas happy. If that's happening now or not, that is my wish. I love you. Continue to grow. Continue to know what your worth is from other people. Strive to obtain your goals. Strive to obtain what makes Big Kaz happy in life. And most of all, Do whatever it takes to make yourself happy regardless of what anyone else thinks. If they truly love you, they will support you in whatever decisions you make in life. And I will tell you right now, whatever decision you make in life, as long as you're happy, you have my support 150%. I love you. You are my brother. Till the end of time, I will fight for you. I will go to the edges of earth for you. Any motherfucker that wants to challenge you, they gotta fight you and me. So, again, as a group, the five of you are the closest people I have in my life, other than my parents. I would not want to be sitting here on the 200th episode with anyone other than 
Dell Dangerous, Brokowski, Nick the Gooch, Nick, Nick the Gooch, Jaybird, and Big Cass. I love all of you guys. This is the greatest night of my life so far. And all good things are going to come to an end. So at some point, Pro Wrestling Edge is going to cease to exist. But until that time comes, the five of you are going to share in the greatest memories in my life, the most fun times in my life, the three of you that I told you are my best friends, will continue to be my best friends, and I am the biggest supporters of Jordan in life and Nick in life. You guys both have things that you need to achieve in life, whether it's with Pro Wrestling Edge or without. I am going to be the person that supports you the most other than your family. You guys, all five are my brothers. You guys are all five. The reason why we hit 200 episodes. Without the five of you, this would have been done a long time ago. I was ready to quit. Quit. I'm drunk. I was ready to quit a long time ago. The five of you made me keep this going. The promise I made to you when we started this thing was not to give up until good things come to an end. Those were the words I told you. Until that time comes, I promise you this is going to continue. The five of you, or four of you, I don't do Steiner math. (laughs) (laughs) Steiner math right now. The five of you own a special place in my heart. And when this podcast ends, the friendships, the brotherhood I've made will not end. Will there be times that I hate you? (laughs) Yes. Will there be times I love you? Yes. Will there be a time I don't throw fists to make sure the five of you are safe? Hell to the fucking no. I love you guys. I'm done because I've talked way too long, like I've said on every episode. If it's not an episode of Pro Wrestling Edge that I've talked too long, is it an episode uh, uh, of No, that's very true. That. <laughs> that's very true. So, in closing, I'll give it back to the host who does this podcast better than I do. That's why he's the host of this motherfucker. <laughs> is... Whatever our listeners are going through in life and whatever you guys are going through in life, we all have challenges, we all have demons, we all have things that are keeping us from being the best that we are. A few weeks ago I had a tattoo last week that says, Keep Moving Forward. Regardless of the troubles that we are all going through, Regardless of the demons that we have, regardless of the bad decisions we've made in our life, the five of you, the listeners, 
if we keep moving forward every day to be better than we were yesterday, then our day is successful. There's going to be days where we take steps back. There's going to be days that we take multiple steps forward. There's going to be days where we don't move at all. But if we keep the mindset that we keep moving forward, then our lives as a whole are going to be successful. Our lives as a whole are going to be happy. Again, I'm fucking done. I shut up. I'm drunk. I, I don't know what's going on right now. Brokowski, you're the host. Take it over. That was actually really beautiful, Dane. It was, that, yeah. That really was. <laughs> as I, much as we make fun of you and shit like that, we love you. That was, yeah, I'm thank really you, Dan. You. I love you. I love you. We love you. But you totally just used your best man speech, so you're fucked anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's going to get up there. Go back to episode 200. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's just going to have it. He's going to have it queued up. He's going to have it queued up. Let's go episode 200 at 300 and something. We're at three hours. Hey, yeah, and if you guys stuck with us, again, we love you. Yeah, I know it's a long episode. Amazing. Listen to us at work. Put us on. Yeah, working out. You might have to listen to it in a couple parts. That's fine. In the bathroom. I'm drunk. Taking Sorry, this isn't going to come out on Tuesday. <laughs> Probably Wednesday because I'm drunk. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Everybody gets a hangover. Hey, happy okay. 200, fellas. Happy hey, 200, bro. brothers. Happy 200, happy 200. Love you guys. Brokowski, you're the host. Take us out. <laughs> All right. Don't forget to slide into our DMs after you like and follow us on all social medias. The same goes as Combat One on Facebook. Combat One Official on Twitter and Instagram. Share the event page, Combat One. We are one on Facebook. And then also slide in our DMs and let us know who won the wrestling trivia tonight out of all of us. And peace and love. We out. Peace. Pro Wrestling Heads would like to thank our partners. Whirlwind Productions Detroit. Rude Psychedelics. And our sponsors. Brain Jerk Entertainment. Jayquist. Photography. Welcome to the new beginning.